And welcome back to episode 90 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings, here with my point man and co-host, Malcolm. Lakers ain't getting any younger anytime soon. LeBron's hmm. still a dog, 37 years old, and still putting he up 25 plus. He can't do it by plus. himself, though. He can't do he it might, by himself. He might, ha- he might have to. And then, of course, we got my guy, Mr. Dirty Bird, Les Snipe in the building. What's probably You already know. You already know. You already know. Dirty Bird Nation. You know. Might not make the playoffs, but uh, we'll be all right. <sighs> Y'all going to be all right regardless. Y'all had a rough year. Exactly. Terrible year. Y'all had a rough year. But this is the all-around show today. Um, we ain't been around on Saturday in a while. This feels a little foreign to me. But um, let's okay, let's highlight fun. since y'all was talking about it. Let's let's highlight the um, the return of Clay Thompson. The Splash Brother returns to the court tomorrow against the Cleveland Cavaliers. How you feel hmm. about that, Mount? It's over with. So long, Cleveland Cavaliers. Welcome to the Clay Thompson and Steph Curry show, aka the Splash Bros. Make you look like smoes. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen tomorrow night, Cuddy. I'm sorry that it had to be your team out of all the potential teams. Don't be teams. sorry. Don't be sorry. This is going to be bad. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to be on ESPN the next day, like, damn, is that that's some highlights? Nah, getting, getting... Gee, I think it's going to be a lot closer than you think. Could be. The, Could be. What's the spread on it? What's the over and under in the line and all that? I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't get that deep into it. Let me see if I can. Close. That's gonna be a close one for some reason. I think. I think Clay's gonna think he's gonna suck the first quarter and he'll get hot the second. Quarter. I think he's gonna suck the whole game to be honest. Especially if we got <laughs> if we got high. And that's not saying anything, taking anything away from Clay. I'm just saying a comeback game against the Cavs is tough. It's t- a lot tougher than you think. That's the one and two, the, the top two defenses in the NBA, and you're coming back against the arguably second best defense. But can I say this though, Clay? Go ahead. If Clay Thompson and and the Warriors took care of the Cavs with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving back in the day, what makes you think they scared of these new young bulls, as you call? I mean, ain't nobody got to be scared. You don't have to be scared. It's not usually the motherfucker who's scared that takes the L. It's the motherfucker who isn't, who underestimates, who thinks like you. It's going to be a tough time for the Cavs <laughs> until they run into a brick wall like the Cavs and they're like, oh, shit, we thought this was a walkthrough. It's not. It's not. And then you got Isaac Okoro hopefully coming back. He's they're, they're calling him the best perimeter defender in the league, and it's only his second year. But can he Who's guard that? Steph Curry? Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro. Well, he, Okoro. He's, he's probably not going to be on the one. He'll probably – well, he might switch off on Steph, but most likely he's going to stay on Clay. If he's one of the best perimeter defenders, I would think, right, that they would guard their best or the best shooter of all time. Mm-hmm. He would guard the best shooter of all nah, time. Nah, because Garland still has to have him because he's going to be doing more than just shooting. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's going to be doing more than just staying on the perimeter. Clay's just going to be on the perimeter. Clay's mm. just rolling and rotating. Clay's not slashing. Clay's not doing all that. Curry's going to be running under screens, curling around, doing all that shit. You need your point guard on him. Isaac, stick with so, the other guy in the corner that's not going to move. Who is Sexton going to be watching then? Sexton's out. Sexton's been out for the uh, season since Lord. week six. Fucking. 
Lord. He has a uh, torn MCL. Bro, the season just started. He went out week six. And that's what I'm saying. We still balling even without him. Yeah, I've been seeing Cleveland. I've been seeing Cleveland. I didn't know that. That was a little ignorant to me, but uh yeah, nah. I've I've been seeing Cleveland like a lot of close like I've seen some blows. I've seen them get blown out, but I've also seen them like win some games and I'm like, who does Cleveland have for real? Like I've never seen them get blown out. I've seen them uh like fifteen or twenty. Nah, I've never seen I don't know that. if it's any recent games. There's no recent games like that? Nah, um, now, they were blowing motherfuckers out. They went on a, a nine-game win streak where the lowest uh, the lowest score that they allowed, that score difference was 15 points. They were beating people maybe, by 30 Maybe it was reversed. Yeah, they were beating people yeah, by maybe 30 and everything. But, um, the issue is what Cleveland got that nobody else has is they have three starting seven-footers on the court. You got Jared That's Allen at center. You got Laurie Markinen at um, power forward, and you got Evan Mobley at small forward. I like all three starting. Yeah, <laughs> I like all of them. You can't stop it, and they all shoot, except for uh, Jared Allen. He doesn't go to the three because we don't need you there. But when you that got be seven enough. footers that are shooting like that, seven footers shooting like Markinen and Mobley and defense. Evan Mobley's averaging like uh, I think one point eight blocks a game. He's getting multiples a game. Are we back to it? Steph Curry, Cliff has seen it all. He's done it all. Okay, we're we're talking about the first about a time school. the league's ever seen three seven footers starting at one time. This is the first time the league's ever seen that. Yeah. So you haven't seen it all. I mean, the Lakers had had, had a seven foot starting uh, lineup. I think two years ago with uh, De- uh not DeAndre, uh, Dwight Howard. Dwight. And uh, uh, your boy, uh, yeah. um, you talking about with uh, McGee and all them, but they're, they're not the same because all those players can't, they can't naturally play those positions. Those are all centers you put out there and you just put them out there big. But these are seven footers that can naturally play the three. Play, and the four. Yeah. That's different. Yeah, marketing. Mar- I like marketing. I liked them in Chicago, actually. Yeah, I loved it when we so. picked them up. And we got Ron. Yeah, that was a great, great addition. Man, yeah, y'all got Rondo. Stop it. Yeah. My nigga chopping. Ain't he chopping? I was a dog. I was a dog. I'm going to a bad zone. One of the best in the league. One of the best centers in the league. Jared Allen, man, stop. He's a dog. Net should have never got rid of him. We'll take him though. You heard what he said too. They said you ever uh, now that uh, Kyrie's back, would you ever want to get traded back to the Nets? He said, "I love my Nets, but my heart's in Cleveland, baby." He only said that because he wanted to get a payday. Man, it ain't about that. He already had the payday. He already got the payday. He wants more. Yeah, no, well, you won't get it for another five years. He's thinking if he if he brown noses, he can get it sooner. Yeah, you won't get it for another five years. But I do think it's ironic that Clay's coming back Sunday against Cleveland when he hasn't played since the 2016 NBA Finals. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but but do you think do you but do you view that also as a Cavs fan as a sign of disrespect? Meaning out of all the games Clay could have chose to come back, he came back nah. for the Cavs game. Nah, ain't no disrespect behind that because the bottom line is that nigga's been itching to return. Right. So he's gonna he return did. on any game they allow him to. It just so happened to fall on Cleveland. Do you think Clay is coming back viewing the Cavaliers as real competition? 
I think Clay's in a position where he has to view anybody as real competition. Mm. I think if he was playing Orlando, he would have to view them as real competition because you've been out the flow of the game for so long, you can't afford to take anything lax. That's true. That is a good point. So once again, that's what I said. I think it's going to be a situation where you do see the Warriors come in a little bit high on their horse thinking that it's going to be an easy walkthrough and it's clearly not especially when let's 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 talk about um that trailblazers win last night or i mean Cavs win over the trailblazers last night 114 101 you mm. got a darius garland 26 points one rebound six assists one steal shooting five of eight from the three-point line those sound like curryish numbers so if you're getting comfortable enough that you can let it fly like that then yeah we can get into a shootout with you Right. With point guard to point guard, yeah, we can get into a shoot shootout with you. And we got other shooters on the team too. So it's not like we're in a situation even like we were in the 2016 finals where we didn't have shooters. We had playmakers and J.R. Smith who could be considered a shooter. Speaking to him, did you hear about him wanting to make a return back to the league? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. Last I heard he so was in college on the golf team. He is, and he made straight A's. And so he's That's doing his up. thing. Shout out to J.R. Smith, Mr. Get High. Get High in the playoffs. I fuck with J.R. Yeah. But he, um, well, you wasn't fucking with him that one year when he didn't, what was it? That one game, situation? that one game was very ignorant. And that, that ball. Yeah, that would have that would have changed the course of that series. But You were mad at him for a minute. <laughs> you had a grudge. All around, like all around, nah, I like J.R. more than, I liked him in Denver. I liked him in. Uh, I liked him in Denver. I liked him in uh, New York. He was a dog I liked in New York. Him in Cleveland, like I like. I like him all yeah. around. He j- he's just known for making dingbat decisions every now and then. Dumbass right. decisions. <laughs> and that might be the, what you said. You get high, you know, like you getting high going out playing. <laughs> you might, you know, miss a read, forget <laughs> time on the clock. Oh shit! Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a DAD. Trip. He's a dad. He's a he makes dumbass decisions, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's you come up with that shit, man. Let me let me let me find out. Lester invented that <laughs> shit. If he did, he need to uninvent it. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. He said he a dad. Dumbass decisions, man. But nah, he does make dumbass decisions. That's a fact, though. Randomly, randomly yeah. too. Right. Randomly. But um, that game, Rondo came back. He played 17 minutes, got 11 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal. Shooting, you said Rondo. Uh-huh. Shooting two for nine, though. But I give him I don't credit. like that shoot. I give him credit, though, on a two for nine because the two for nine came from three-point shooting. He was two for eight from the three. And, what the fuck? Right. But the thing is, with the Cavs, he's going to have to develop a three. The way they play, he's going to have to take those shots. So I'm not upset with it. I'm not upset with the percentage, especially first game in. But that definitely shows where you uh, your improvement needs to be placed. Because he's not an awful, awful shooter. He just doesn't shoot. I've never seen a Rondo really just let that thing fly. So Listen, the, the fact that... Hit were, were very beautiful. Really? The ones he hit were nice, but... Ain't none of that in Boston. Ain't none of that in Boston. 
He was more of a, a facilitator. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But see, not you, can't be, you can't really be that all the way in Cleveland because we have the facilitator in Darius Garland, and Cleveland likes to run two point guards. They like to run Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, or Ricky Rubio, Darius Garland. Now it's going to be Rajon Rondo, Darius Garland. So when Darius Garland's going to be the one facilitating Rondo, you got to be available if you open on a three. You have to be. Even if you're not going to make it, you got to take the shot. You got three seven-footers down there. You better take the shot. Somebody's going to get a rebound. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. I mean, listen. <laughs> Jared Allen averaging 11. He had 13 rebounds in that game, 13 points. Uh, Mobley averaging over eight. So they're going to get a rebound. That's good numbers for Jerry Allen. I'm, I'm liking, I'm liking his production. Man. Oh, he's an all star. He's an all star right now. I'm loving it. Right now, I think he's sixth. He's sixth in the East, um, on the all star list. I think Darius Garland like is currently at eight, eight in the East for uh, on the all star. First, list. Jared Allen's first appearance. Yeah. Oh. This would be either or. <laughs> he's only 23 years old. He's young as what? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That look, man. That nigga looks like an old head. Mm-hmm. But he moves. But he moves like a young cat. I didn't know. I thought he was like twenty five. I thought he was he only twenty three. Yeah, he's only twenty three. Uh, damn, damn. The Knicks fucked up. How you gonna trade youth like that? Right. You do not play your young players like that. Not him. Right. He's too good of a guy. They probably, they probably, who is it, Claxton? They probably was thinking Claxton was going to step up. Is it Claxton or Clayton? I keep thinking the the big man with the dreads, with the blonde dreads on. um, He's a young dude. Brooklyn? Yeah. Claxton. Claxton. I don't yeah. know why they thought that. Whoever who was whoever scouted. I mean, but he, Claxton is nice. He's nice. It's just like, why would you choose him over Afro Thunder? Like, that don't make sense. But maybe Jared uh, Allen worked out better in Cleveland anyways. You oh, know? yeah, I definitely I, think so. He's getting more love there. Exactly. No, in no pun intended, huh, Cliff? <laughs> right. You love in Brooklyn, love, you got too many tutors. And then, and then think about it, right? Like, in... He's actual. He's actually a focal point point of Cleveland's the offense. Right. Darius Garland looks piece. to throw an alley oop to Jared Allen every time down the court. If it's there, he's gonna throw it every time. Yeah. Mhm. It's a good look too. It's a great look because you never know every what's time. coming. It looks like he's throwing a floater till you see Allen's big ass rising out the side, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh shit." Yeah, let me find out Cleveland's trying to be the new Love City, new Gen Love City. Listen, that's what they looking like. The way I see yeah. it is if they yeah. can if it, if they can make some moves, and this is uh, leading into our our next conversation. If they can make some moves to where they either pick up another marquee player, not marquee marquee, but like a, a on the way marquee player, like mm-hmm. a, like a Cam Reddish, somebody that could potentially turn into that. That puts Obi up Toppin. good numbers. No, <laughs> why would you want to Obi Toppin? I mean, that would that would fit your your big man lineup, but mm-hmm. you don't want you don't want a whole bunch of big men. He's a higher flyer. Too many bad knees. The, uh, right. The only way I would respect the Obi Toppin trade is if you could get it for like the dummy low. 
on a on like a three team joint. Because right now they're saying that the Lakers are looking looking at Kevin Love. Fuck no, they better not be. Don't but listen, that actually that makes shit. sense, right? Because as old as he is, it's all about production off the bench. That's what the Lakers need. And Kevin Love is putting up the most points with the least amount of minutes played currently, averaging the best numbers of his career right now. Kevin Love. All sounds like he's happy in Cleveland. Let's let's not break up a good thing. But I'm saying, don't don't you think that that's what y'all need in New York or uh, L.A.? Somebody that can not go off the bench and play 13 minutes and give you we 23 give you 23 points. No, because he won't do that in L.A. There's too many. When you Why get not? too many stars, when you get too many all stars on one team, and everybody wants the ball, that's it's not Kevin good business. Love's yeah, they start Kevin Love's dick. not an all star though. But what I mean is, he wouldn't get the ball. Like Westbrook's not going to give him no, the ball. No, he Malik would do Monk's exactly what. Yeah, ball. he would, because he would do exactly what Kevin Love does. Is he would stay where he's at, move to his spots, and take that shot as soon as he touched it. He did. He does that everywhere. He did that in Minnesota. He did it in Cleveland. He does that everywhere. Kevin Love's not going to get in nobody else's way. He's going to stay in his spot and wait for that ball to come. That's the player that LeBron wants, somebody that's not going to crowd the paint. You're not going to get in my way. You're going to stay there and be ready when I, that ball touches your hands. That's the ideal player I would imagine y'all would need in the Lakers. The only issue is you would have to take him with his contract. That, that contract seem, expensive. Right. That doesn't seem too appealing. No, not at all. $23 million, whatever it is. Yeah. The hell no. It's, it's over 20. I know that. Yeah, that doesn't seem too appealing for L.A. to, to take <laughs> that. pretty over the cap. L.A., I think, what are they at? They're close to the fuck. They're either over or close to it. I'm All not sure. Them, but they, between A.D. and LeBron, they're paying like 90, 80, 85 to 90 million a year or something close to it. A.D.'s making like 40-something a year now. He's making like 45, 43. He's up there it. with like, yeah, bro, and he, he's barely staying healthy, so. I don't know. LA. Even I think when you're not to... staying healthy, it's like your, your minutes on the point on the point on the court aren't efficient. You're not giving us yeah. efficient AD minutes out there, right? Nah. Like that's the issue right now. Like I think that I think what happened with him is, of course, like we always speak about it in New Orleans. He was the guy. He knew he was the guy. He had to be the yeah. guy. When he got to L.A., he thought he had to take second string to LeBron. Mm -hmm. But in all actuality, LeBron LeBron was saying, no, be you in New Orleans and I'll cover the rest. And A.D. wasn't doing that. And I think A.D. is trying to work back up to being that guy and his percentages aren't reflecting that way anymore. I think that's the issue with A.D. I think he can yeah. beat back, but not right now. Damn, AD, man, you was a dog, bro. Fuck yeah, happened, to happened to you? AD. Listen, Fuck that, happened to you? They paid him all that money. <laughs> no, I don't think that was it either. I don't think that was it. I just think, I think that I think there, I think there's a what's the word I'm looking for? I think there's a certain stigma with playing with legends like a Jordan or like a LeBron where you not, not that they don't expect you 
like, of course they expect you to be great, right? But even on that Iman Shumpert podcast when he was talking about his time with, you know, LeBron and all that, he said, listen, even if you was in the corner and you missed four shots in a row and you didn't shoot, when LeBron passed you the ball, he would be looking at you like you're fucking crazy. That's that's that goes to show the unselfishness of a LeBron, right? Because Jordan's the opposite. Jordan's the guy that'll pass you the ball two times, you miss two, you won't get it a third. Right. LeBron's still like, nope, that's the best play. Why didn't you take the shot? You were scared? Why you scared? Take the shot. Right. And I think A D gets in his head where it's like, I'm supposed nah, I'm not it yet. I'm supposed to be, but I'm just not there yet. And then that's what fucks him up. Like, stop thinking about playing with who you're playing with and just play your game. And that sounds simple enough, right? Coming from a motherfucker that sits behind the screen talking through a mic. I know it's a lot more difficult than that, but coming from a guy as good as AD, it shouldn't be that tough. Right. It just shouldn't be. Nah, you should put a shot up. You're just as good. Oh, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say you're just as good as LeBron, but you're in the same echelon as far as current players. So look at yourself that way. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a confidence Mm. issue currently. Could be. You go into ruts. Right. What Simone Biles have? the, uh, The spins or whatever. What do they call it? You know what I'm talking about, where you you you're so in your head that you just forget how to do your simple normal shit, and I think that's where AD's at right now. I think the Lakers aren't producing the way they were supposed to. His name is in the papers just as much as LeBron's is. He's never experienced that before. He's out in a big market like LA. The pressure's on him, and he can't get right because he's thinking about everything, and he has the spins. I can't I can't do my normal shit because I'm too in my head. I don't know. That's just my opinion on the whole situation. Mark, you should know better than I. You a Lakers fan, but I didn't think that Kevin Love was a bad move. Or would I have mean, been a bad or would be a bad move. Yeah, no, I just don't know if he it's just like I said, you got mellow, you'd have you know I don't know how you would distribute the guy like the guys evenly to get playing time and be effective. Well Mello's but- doing him. Melo was Melo's doing exactly what LeBron expected Melo to do on the team. You know what I mean? Like he's just the guy that mm-hmm. once again, like a love. I'm not gonna get in your way. I'll just be right here. I'll wait. I'll move around screens. I'll set screens, but I'm not gonna drive and get in your way. Just give it to me when you're here or when you see me. Maybe a benefit to have two players on the team on the court at the same time like that. Right. Because then the court's wide open. You got mellow on one side, love on one side. Y'all can't veer too far away from those players or that's a three. Now you got LeBron driving Man. in an open-ass court. That may change things. I don't know. But my whole thing is the Lakers don't have anything Cleveland would want. So it would have to be a three-way trade, like I said. They would have to. What would Cleveland even up. trade for like what would they? What would they need? What, what, would, what do you think? What does your team need? Yeah, like what do you? What does your team need besides a healthy Colin Sexton? <laughs> who right. do you need? We need point guards. We can't just operate with only Rajon Rondo and um, Darius Garland. Um, we got Compazzo on the bench, but he's a rookie. Um, 
and he's not the most athletic in the game's not quite coming to him as of yet. So mm-hmm. I would say if you could get a three-way. Listen, I'm not going to lie, right? So when I first heard... No, that wouldn't work either, though. Have a nice day. All right, thank you. Thank you. I was about to say, when I first heard Cavs interested in Ben Simmons, I thought to myself, they better not get Ben Simmons. And then I warmed up <laughs> to the idea thinking, but Ben Simmons is six foot ten and he can run point. And he can't shoot. We don't need him to, though. We don't need he him to. He can't shoot. All right. So because he's just going to be up. Uh... <laughs> he he can be What's him. His role? He can be him. He can be the facility. He can be the facilitator. Darius Garland knows how to play off ball from playing with Colin Sexton. So mm-hmm. Darius Garland can still be that that three that three point guy and still bring the ball up every now and then. But have Ben Simmons facilitate or cut to the rim, do whatever the case may be. Remember, I said all the other guys shoot. So the only people on the team at that point that wouldn't shoot would be Ben Simmons and Jared Allen. So if that's what? y'all's paint, y'all keep that paint. We got this out here. Y'all got that paint. That adds another damn near seven footer who's uh first who's first team all defense every year. That puts you even more in a like a defensive front to where you make it a lot harder for people to score on you now. And if they can't score, they can't win. My only concern with that is who are we giving up? to get him and I don't think that we can afford to to give up too much of anything for what Philly would be expecting for a Ben Simmons. Yeah, they would want the whole ship. Right. Unless like I said, unless it's a three way some some kind of deal and we give up some draft picks. But I would much rather keep the draft picks and see draft picks. how much we can build on this young team. That would and be keep you under the cap. Right, right. And they keep keep you way under the cap so that somebody like a, you know, uh, shit, somebody else like a, like let's say a Dame Lillard hits the market. Bro, you could pick that boy up and and, and you could, then you could have some people come off the bench. You can intermingle the, the lineups. I would have, you see, you need you to do a point guard, right, though? Yeah, but I was thinking more so backup. Darius, okay. Car- Darius uh, Garland is the is the Cavs point guard. Nobody's he's the Cavs guy. Nobody's okay. gonna come in and take his spot. And I don't even think a, a a Dame or a Kyrie, if they came back, should come in and take Darius Garland's spot. He's young. He's developing. He's starting to turn into a great player. Don't bench that man because you got a a name. So. Uh, so what would be a good backup then? Like that's what I'm thinking. Like who they would, said they looking yeah. at uh Schroeder. Schroeder would be a great pick Ooh, because he's on that low contracting in uh, Boston. You could offer him yeah, double what they're giving you in Boston, and that'd still be a good look for Cleveland. Yeah, he messed up not signing with the Lakers, but he's about to give him five years, 195 mil. Come but he on, can still or four years. With, he can still win without it, right? Because Dennis Schroeder is Dennis Schroeder is 2020s. And I say that because before this season started was when that went down, Kyrie Irving. He's, he's the guy who was saying, man, you've seen my play over the years. I deserve a contract. I cannot keep getting this money. And even though you try to give him four years, 90, he could get more than that. 
Like, so yeah, now, because what happened? He ended right, up getting injured. Though. Right, but what you did was you only bypassed <laughs> one year. You only bypass one year. So if you prove yourself in Boston, you may be able to get your contract you were expecting to get the following year. But what happens if he got injured, though? He'll be in the it's same boat the again. It's all the draw. So you got to roll but them he, dice, Schroeder. I ain't, I ain't rolling the 95 M's, bro. <laughs> I ain't rolling. I not, with a, not, not, with a, not with a potential championship team. But that's what Kyrie, Even before that's what Kyrie on a said. Kyrie knew he had a great team, but he was like, man, I still feel like I should get the money I deserve. I'm that good. So let he me ride. He went to Boston. Yeah, I mean, he went to uh, Brooklyn, and no, he, went he to was Boston facing injuries. Well, Boston, but what I'm saying is like, he went to Boston, and now he's in Brooklyn. Okay, he's finally playing in Brooklyn after all that vaccine crap. And and then, like, I, I don't think he can even, he can't even play in Toronto. So all the out of, like, you know what I mean? Like he can't play in certain play venues. Yeah, and that's that, so he's I'm, limited. Right. I'm glad you brought that up too, because that was actually about to be a question that I wanted your opinion on. That Kyrie did return against Indiana. I seen what, that. Was that two days ago? Something like that. Yeah, it I seen the highlights. I think it was two days ago. But he got 22 wow, points, three rebounds, four assists, three steals, shooting nine for 17. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Malcolm asked the question: Does Kyrie effective when he comes back? Of course, Kyrie's fucking effective. Yeah, he was. Kyrie's he not was a guy to that's not going to be effective. Nah. After long layoffs, still doesn't matter. Kyrie's game is Kyrie's game. He's going to be effective. But my question then becomes, like you said, with him only being able to play away games and in certain places, what does that do? How does that affect their playoffs? So it just depends who they play, and it's gonna it's gonna affect who they like who they play and when they play, and then it's gonna be a thing is if they're gonna make him, uh, you know, get vaxxed, or are they gonna are they gonna give him an ultimatum, or are they gonna release him at the end of the year? Like, there's a lot of different things, but as far as the playoffs, honestly, we don't know. Um, well, my it's thing, just that. My question, that I guess, real. is: Do you think that Harden and Durant can handle it at home for the home series by themselves for Kyrie no. to then be able to step in and play the away games in the playoffs? No. And then, like it depends said, on who they play. And then, like you said, if they end up pulling a draw and playing a Toronto, he's out for the whole series. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because Canada, yeah, Canada wants you back, right? Canada wants you back. Yeah, he you can't. can't play at home either. So you're out of that whole <laughs> series if y'all pull Toronto. Yeah, that's that's a key thing, and that's one venue. But uh, there's other ones in California are like that too. So he can't. That's what I'm saying. Like his situation is very unique. And he's making what thirty three million this year. So the fact that I only have half of him, half the season, and in the playoffs I have more limited of him, right. I need to restructure your contract. I got to restructure your contract because well, I, I can't his pay you that was money. Based on games played, I didn't think they were giving him his full. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a there's always a base salary, and then they have the incentives and all the extra stuff that goes into the total amount of what they're paying. But I'm just saying, okay, so let's say that is the case. Let's just say his base salary is half of that, so sixteen point five. Bro, they only played half of that. Listen, but I, I don't know if I'm being a buck. Like I think that 33 mil is still worth having Kyrie Irving half of the games. I really, I don't think it's really the money thing. I'm more, I think it's more of because you know Brooklyn they had nobody really signed to them type of deals right. before the James Harden 
before the uh, the Kevin Durant. So they had the cap, and they, and they still do. But what I'm saying is I don't think it's really a money play. I just think it's like productivity. If your goal is to build a super like super team, is what you got to create a, a big three, then, bro, I need all y'all playing. Unless right. y'all injured, I need right. y'all playing. It should not be about did you get the shots or not. You know what I mean? Like, that is – Come on, man. I agree. You know? I agree. But yeah, like we were saying, Mark, when you was out, uh, Kyrie Irving did exactly what I said he would in his return. Oh, he came points. back? Yeah, 22 points, three rebounds, four assists, three steals, nine for 17 from the field. Okay. He did his thing. Yeah, he did his thing. First I like game Kyrie. back. Just like I said, he got that. He has that style of game that he's not going to lose a step. He's not losing a step from being out. Nah, he's too nah, he's too him. innovative with the ball to even if he gets slower, he knows moves that'll get him ahead of you type shit. Right. He's gonna be a guy that his game translates into Uncle Drew, a old head. Your game yeah. translates into being a point guard well into your thirties, and I can still play as long as I don't have injuries like that. Yeah, like a Jamal Crawford situation. Right, exactly. He's been trying to come back yeah. too. Man, Jamal's Jamal. I would take if you ever watched any of his summer league shit. Amazing. Yo, Jamal's a, Jamal's a dog. Amazing. <laughs> Just, I think he still has he's, game he's left tight, too. He does, bro. Jamal he stays Crawford. in shape. He has not. Yes, bro. He has not gained a pound, bro. He's still in shape like he's in the NBA right now. And they handing out all these fucking ten days. Like, why not? You bro. gave a ten day to Joe Johnson. You can't give a ten day to Jamal Crawford. And Jamal Crawford was a six man multiple times. Man. He was Lou Williams before Lou Williams. Lou Williams, yeah. Like I'm Lou. <laughs> and they play, play for the same team. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. Wow. Like but yeah, Will. I wish uh, all the luck to Kyrie as well as Clay Thompson. He's gonna need it against the Cavs tomorrow. But uh, yeah, right. I wish all the luck to Kyrie Irving. You know that's my guy. Um, I don't care how a motherfucker feel about him. He feel how he feel about the situation. And, nigga, he won. He won. He's still getting paid. Y'all need me, huh? Yep, I knew it. I knew the call was going to come. I'll be around for them away games. Just let me know. Listen, that nigga won. We've never seen anything like this in the NBA. Bro, this is funny. It's comical, bro. Hey, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, on January 3rd, According to NBA.com, it says Cavs Okoro is out with an elbow injury for two to three weeks. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I thought he got put on COVID. No. So he won't be in there. Mm. That is a very – that changes the game now. It does. That changes the game a lot. Now, who's going to watch Clay now? That's the question. That's what I said. I mean, who's going to guard Steph? It'll probably have to be – Nobody can guard him. It's so gonna be it's gonna be Lamar Stevens at a Penn State. It's gonna be Lamar changes, Stevens in. Uh, is he a baller? Lamar Stevens not he's not so much he's a three and D guy. When I won't even call him a three and D guy because he's a slasher too. He's like a he's an all round player. Yeah, but he's not great at anything. <laughs> what? <laughs> like he's I mean that's the truth. Like he he's like a he's like a Draymond Green like. He he gives oh, a lot of energy, but he's not great at anything. He'll hit threes if he's open. He plays great D, and he'll dunk, but he's not going to dunk on you. Draymond. or You, you give him a Draymond dream card? Yeah, bro, that, 
High energy, good for nothing. I love Draymond Green. He'll get you a rebound. Man, Draymond like Green is the is the glue. He'll get you ten points. He'll get you ten points, rebounds, maybe seven assists, six and assists. And it's not even oh. he's one of those people where stats don't always tell the story of what he did on the court. Nah, he's a dog though. He gets he right. shit done that doesn't always reflect on paper at the end yeah. of the game. And that's why yeah, I said Lamar Stevenson is that. Like, he's that hustle guy that is like, well, they don't count how fast you got to that loose ball as a stat, but that helps us. Nah, he, that sounds like a momentum player. Right. Like, when you need right. when you need that push, I got it. I can keep it. I can sustain it. That could be a swing and y'all losing by 20 or winning by exactly. one. Exactly. And that, and that extra little push. Listen, so he's like, he's a little swing player. Chetty Osman uh, may be on Clay Thompson. He got decent D. I never heard of him. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's trash, first, He's the first Luka Doncic. He's trash. He him, and, him, and Luka, Luka. him and Luka came from the same uh, league overseas. And he was, he, he, he played like Luka as a pro since he was 15. And then the Cleveland drafted him coming off of his championship win in Lithuania or wherever that league is. Mm-hmm. And he's been in Cleveland ever since. He's a uh, he's a dude that I think um, can't quite break into a starting lineup. He's good enough to start somewhere, but I don't know how to describe him. This past game against the uh, Indiana Pacers, he was one of the reasons we won. He hit four threes in the fourth quarter, four back-to-back threes in the fourth quarter coming off the bench. That's pretty nice. That's pretty hot. He's, he's a good. He, he's great. Luka Doncic even said he looked up to him coming into the league. He just didn't pan out the way Luka did. Mm. See, it, was literally like, it was literally like three years before, like – he was Luka Doncic's story exactly three years before Luka Doncic. He just didn't get no high draft pick to be a number one guy. That was LeBron's rookie. He's here now. LeBron was, he was LeBron's rookie. Well, he's here now. So ball out, young player. But yeah, he, he's money. been out too. I think he was out on COVID. He just got back that last game, and that's why they... Yeah, everybody catching this motherfucking... Mm-hmm. They can this bug, man. God damn. I mean, I've been probably, out in the mixing. That's probably the best thing, though. Get that herd immunity going with a strain that's not going to kill everybody. <laughs> he said, get that extra immunity in. Really? You know, yeah. at least the Omicron ain't taking people out like them other variants, them Deltas and them other variants was. So you yeah. might be safest to catch this one so you at least have the antibodies in you. I'm not, that's a, I'm not, I'm giving a disclaimer for anybody to go catch it, but I'm just saying it could, that probably could be the best. That might be the best bet. Yeah, I just had a, um, my, my little shorty just caught, uh, the Omicron. I think she got the Omicron. I don't think it's the Delta, but. My daughter and she, my uh, baby mom did. Yeah, so she, I can't though. see her for a minute. Yeah, I can't see her for a minute. But yeah, nah, I mean, this whole COVID stuff is still affecting sports, but it's not affecting as much as it was. Remember last, like, couple years ago, where you couldn't go to a stadium game. Right. So I think we definitely evolved. Like, we're growing with the – you can't just shut everything down forever. So I like the way that the sports leagues are handling this. So I mean, like Mox I mean, they can't even really handle it. Right, but that's what I was about to say. Like Mox said, do we eventually see another bubble before the end of the season? Like – it's, yeah, their motherfuckers are dropping like 
fruit flies. They like flies, aren't they? Every day, every week. Not even I mean, a fly, a fruit fly out here. Like these motherfuckers' <laughs> lifespans aren't even long. How often do they get tested? Do we know the, the testing protocols in the NBA? Probably every day. Well, I don't know. Probably let's every let's day. think about it. Not to get too deep into COVID, but when you think about the CDC reducing time to five days from 10, from 14, right. and saying people that are asymptomatic can still show up to work, it's clearly a joke at this point. Right. You know, like yeah, you're saying, are you sick? You got COVID? Well, do you have symptoms? No. Take your ass to work then. So what, what happened to our safety? What happened to quarantining? So clearly it's becoming uh, more of a, a natural fluish type thing as opposed to... Yeah, they're to treating a, more like the flu. Right. As they should. Yeah. Uh, well, they're treating like a flu, but the problem with the flu is a lot of jobs, and like I said, we don't want to get too deep in this, but they're, they're not paying you. They're not paying you. So if you get COVID, like I talked to my job, they're not paying for COVID. Like if you're out, you're out. And they tell you when you got to come back and all that other stuff. My really job gets you five days, five days paid. And then uh, if you got to go out beyond those five days for COVID, at that point, you got to file a FMLA or a STD claim. Yeah, they don't do that out here, bro. You're just going to be just skr So, but yeah, enough COVID. But yeah, I don't know. Shout but out to shit. my man Clay, man. I want to see you ball. Last I want to see you ball. Yeah, last thing on the COVID that I want to say is, do we run into a situation where you then see people claiming workers' compensation from COVID? Because if you're hey. allowing people to come back in here that are asymptomatic and I caught COVID and you're not going to pay me because I caught COVID because you allowed somebody in here with COVID, oh, I'm getting workers', workers compensation. Comp. For sure. That's due to work workplace neg right. negligence. You might, right. be, you might be able to... You might be able to get about 10, 20 years of salary out of them. Go ahead you and said years? put that little, yeah, 10, 20 years of salary out of them. Shit, they ain't giving that. Yeah. No, they, oh, bro, you, so you don't know? I don't know if y'all been following this. And like I said, we want to get off of this because I hate talking about it. But uh, I just, you know, I'm just reading a lot and shit comes around my mind. So pretty much right now, I forgot the lawyer's name, but he's like a head. He's like the main lawyer. He's like up there with the Johnny Cochran's a lawyer right now. And um, I'll look up his name and see y'all in the group, but. Yo, dude, they they yo, they're going after the FDA hard. They're going after uh all these people who are like that were fired, like the Tyson people over there down in Tennessee. Right. Yo, they're going they're suing Tyson for like fifty billion dollars for them for them for them getting rid of them for a vaccination status because that's up there with the gender, you know, discriminating. You can't discriminate, you have to be an EEO. If you're an EEO, you know, company, you have to, you know, give everybody an equal shot. So, yeah, bro, everybody's in lawsuits. And when all this stuff finally clears, in 10 years, I already said this. If you caught COVID in the years 2019 to 2028, right. you right. are entitled to a right. $31 billion. Right. Mm. Bro, it's going to be Jesse Wentworth. Right. Bro, I already know. Bro, I already know it's coming. Right. That so, does sound right. But let's get off. <laughs> let's get yes, off. What was we talking about before? Oh, Clay and all we, that. We Let, me run this by yeah. Let me run this by y'all since we uh still talking to NBA and we'll get into a few more things and move on. But the uh Kia NBA rookie ladder. Okay, what's it looking like? I haven't viewed it this season like First I did last season. First of all, season. I feel like they've been drinking and driving. Kia been drinking and driving for this rookie ladder. Really? So I'm going to run it down for you. On top, right? All right. And listen to these stats, too. On top, we got Franz Wagner from Orlando Magic. Okay. 15.9 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game, 2.7 assists per game. 
Okay. Then we got Evan Mobley at number two. 14.7 points per game, 8.2 rebounds per game, 2.6 assists per game. And let's be honest, I know I'm a uh, Evan Mobley, uh, that's my guy. That's also because that nigga's only played half the season, too. You know, like he's been out half the fucking season, so you're not going to have the same stats a lot of these cats do. But then here's where it gets real funny to me, right? Because then we got Scotty Barnes, Toronto Raptors. 15.5 points per game, 8.1 rebounds per game, 3.3 assists per game. So wait a minute. Why the fuck is he at three and Franz Wagner is at one? You could almost... What's the, you what's said, the other what? intangibles? What's the other intangibles? That's a great like, question. Yeah. What's but the if other you just basing okay. it off of points assists and all that you're only losing in the 0.4 points franz wagner had 15.9 you had 15.5 you still have four more rebounds for him over him and essentially uh 0.7 of assists higher than him mm. so you're beating know. him everywhere Every except for the points i don't i don't understand that then then here we go Cade cunningham 15.4 points per game, 6.2 rebounds per game, 5.3 assists per game. Why is he four? He should be above Mobley and all them. Like, I understand it's like, yeah, the impact that these players are having may be greater for the teams that they're on. Right, but if we're right. just looking at stats, that stat line is crazy to me. Then here we go. Josh Giddy for the Thunder. 11 points per game, 7.3 rebounds per game, 6.4 assists per game. The whole. Speaking of him. Josh Giddy. Did y'all hear about the record he broke? Nah, what'd he do? He a Josh dog, though. Giddy. I told you he was going to yeah. be a dog when we went through the uh, draft. When we talked about oh, the. Yeah, uh, you. You wasn't. Oh, that's yeah. You did mention him. Um. Mm -hmm. So Josh Giddy, that's in my notes per NBA.com. He. Let's see here. Okay. Josh Giddy, who's only 19 years old, on January 2nd of this year, became the youngest player ever in the NBA to post a triple double. What? How old is? Yeah. He? 19. It's 19. He's another one of them that play overseas. At like fifteen in the pro league, fifteen. He already got four years of professional. Yeah, in that's what I'm saying. Like China's starting to do that. Uh, I think Japan's starting to do that. Like we need to start as Americans being the leaders of the sport. We do need to have academies specifically for kids that are gifted in sports, to where right. you can. You may not go pro, but you can play in the D league or the G league um, at fifteen. And if you rock you may be able to go pro directly after. That's that league that Quavo and um, Kevin Durant got a piece of. They just, there's a league out in Atlanta oh, where they're paying. Yeah, you could get up to like a, like I think it's like 300, 400,000 a year starting out plus endorsements. And you could like, be a child too? Yeah, bro. No, These are, this, is where, this is where the, uh, I believe, I, well, don't quote me, but I'd have right. to pull up the article. That'd be but what's yeah. up if you could be a child too in that, but. Yeah. Cause that's the thing, right? Like you, when other countries are doing things like that, like making specific academies for gifted athletic children that compete in certain sports, 
it's only a matter of time before we already saw the Olympics this season. And yeah, USA won, but it was very shaky in the beginning. <laughs> very shaky. Yeah, USA was doing terrible. It bro. was very uh, shaky in the beginning. So what I'm getting at is when you see other people or other countries take steps to exceed us and right. we don't do anything to balance now, don't get me wrong. I still think America produces the best athletes out of any country. We do. But if we're not going to balance, you're making that you're making our job that much harder to have to compete with these other players because right. they're playing with grown men since the age of 14, 15. And we don't have anybody that's done that. That's another thing that I think gives uh, LeBron a push towards actually playing with his son. Yo, that's why LeBron's staying in because he wants right. to see he wants to see Bronny he's come in. But he, he's gonna do it. He won't he's last gonna, that long. He's gonna do. He'll he last, only need, he only needs four years. Yeah, he won't last that long. You're talking about you're talking forty one years by twenty twenty four. By yeah. 2024, I believe he would yeah. be able to play with his son. Not many people can play. No, 2023. Bronny's a junior this year. Next year, he's, he's a senior. Year, bro. Year he, well, the 2023 2024 season would be the I, season I think he would come. Yeah. Because, well, Bronny's only a soft. Bronny's no, only a he's sophomore. A junior, bro. He's, he's a, a junior, bro. He's a junior. Oh, yeah. He just turned like set. He's a like junior 17. right now, right? So next year would be his senior year. If they cut out the one year mandatory, he's in there the year after. So that's 23, 24 season, yeah. That'd be that'd be LeBron's like last year of his deal, I think. I think he'll sign one more year though if they don't get rid of the uh one year mandatory. Yeah. Cause I agree with the one year mandatory rule. I do think that you should either go to college or the the G League. He's a junior. Unless, so he's a, unless you're just like a Kevin Durant, LeBron James high school player. You know, they, you know, they were Me ready. Or Melo. Kobe, yeah. Well, Melo was, Melo still went to Syracuse, but he was hot and, in high school, but. So, Bronny, Bronny's supposed to be the class of 2023. And it says, to be eligible for selection in the NBA draft. A player must be at least 19 years of age during the calendar year in right. which the draft is held. Right. Right. But that's and what we least... were talking about, though. The the fact that other countries are starting these leagues, like academies for kids, I can see U.S. breaking down the barrier of the mandatory one-year rule. See, what you're right. thinking is mandatorily he would have to go to college or the G League for a year, which would extend that to the 2024-2025 season. But there's a chance, and they've been working on it for the past two years, of them eliminating that one-year mandatory so Bronny could come out and go directly from high school to the league, which would so make Bronny, it a sooner shot. Bronny, the earliest he could go, obviously, is 2023. 2024, right. Realistically, he'll go. Well, just saying, realistically, he'll go. Twenty twenty four, right? That's yeah. right. Like I said. So yeah, that's only two more years. I mean, LeBron could. Yeah, he will. He'll hold on to he's it. He's going but, to, even if he has to sit out most of the last season. I don't think. He's gonna I don't do think it. his. I don't think his dreams will come true with him, unless he. 
Put it this way. It's not about winning, though. It's not about, at that point, that's an accolade that's not about, I I don't care if we only play, if I only play five games this season, I still have to play in the NBA on the same team as my son. Right, but here's my thing. No one will ever break that record again. Right. Well, here's my, well. No one will ever break that record again. No I don't one say will ever, ever I don't break say that. Ever. That's a record that no one will ever break. Because you because you don't know what the Trey Youngs and them might do, Cuddy. That's not fair to say. These, Does these he have a child already? Does he have a child no. already? That's the, that's no, what I'm saying. They, you would have to have one already. You would have to have one already. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? LeBron was the one who already had the child a year into the league. So the child was growing as he was already 18, 19, 19, 20. Right, right. He had a So young, if Trey right. Young doesn't already have a kid, he's not going to be able to last. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a situational feat. Right. So it doesn't make sense for him not to take an extra year just to play with him. He could, he could play. But here's my thing. Okay. Didn't LeBron say that he uh, would like to? Like retire, like in his career in L.A. as a Laker, I don't yeah. recall. I think he's I'm pretty sure he that said there. that. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. So that's what I'm saying. That he happen. he had he said he's gonna retire as a Laker. He's not gonna get Bronny to L.A. and be able to play. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm somewhere else. That's what I'm that. saying. But LeBron had said even with that being said that he wants to What's retire as a Laker. Though? What's more important? Well, I think I think by then I think LeBron has enough pool if he really wanted to. I think he could get his son. I mean, Malik Monk's on there. He could get a little, he could get a Bronny on there. Listen, you gotta understand, right? Let's let's think let's think logically about this. When LeBronny when Bronny comes out, he's probably gonna be top ten in his draft class. Mm, I probably could say be. He's thirty eight right now. I say, he's thirty eight. Right. He's right. Thirty eight right now. But I'm saying specifically in his draft class, like the selection of his draft class. So right now he's 38, ranked as a high school player, right? But the, the no, no, actually, it's, uh... he might even be lower than that. Last time I checked, I think he was 59th. But that was also before the start of his junior season. Right. So right, right. what I'm saying is they're going to be players better than him coming out of the draft. But the bottom line is he's going to be a lottery pick. He's not going past 15. There's no way the Lakers are going to have a lottery pick the way they've been spending money by 2024, 2025, whatever the year we said, unless mm-hmm. they ship away the entire team. And LeBron can't do that. So he has to go somewhere else to get that done, at least. He said he would right. probably, he, said he would like to play against him as well. It wouldn't necessarily have to be him. Oh, on you the said he would like to play against him too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as he just wants to be able to play against him. Step so. on the court with him, right. you like, hey, what's up? What's up, little son? I'm about to whoop your ass. I'm about to drop 40 when you know I'm about to drop 40 when. See, last yeah. I heard, it was the, didn't he just do the interviews on World Star with his wife? And his wife was like, I just want him to be happy. And he was like, nah, I want him in the league. I want to be on the, I want to be on the set. We did say the same court, I think, with him. Yeah, but as long as they play against each other or with each other, bro, it, it can be on the same team, but that's kind of OD. You already live with the man. So, bro, just that go against him. Much. That's a lot, bro. Even when he becomes a, you know, he's going to go to Look, the that, NBA. That ends up, like, Bronny ends up being the kid whose parent teaches at the school. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That could hurt Bronny. That's a lot of pressure. 
that's the I same can also thing. Help with, him though, too. I don't it think could. so. He'll he'll never be as good as his dad. Let's be real. These uh, these these next generation, the Jordan sons, even Bronny. Bronny will be all right. He waits. He can't son. put Jordan and Bronny's son together. Hey. I was just watching. They played college ball. They played Division One college ball. Put them together, though. <laughs> they played Division One college right. ball. Yeah, we know that. But what what were they coming out of high school? We knew that that was the furthest they were getting. They probably got Division One. But Jordan also didn't spend the time and money. I'm sure that LeBron has spent on Brawny. Yeah, that, Jordan that, that, didn't that, invest. That, well, that's for not. That means nothing, though. Regardless, that's your son. We can't put Bronny and Jordan's kids together. Bronny has been watched since he fell out of LeBron's nuts. Right, Literally. that's why he has a lot more pressure on him because he's not going to live and up Bronny to his father's has, well, I'm, all legacy. All I'm saying is he's lived up to the pressure currently. He hadn't lived right. up to the legacy, but he's lived up to the pressure. And that says a lot right. itself. Right. Now, on top of that, Jordan's kids had none other than just being the son of Jordan. Now... What were you coming out of high school? What were what were you? I don't even know that them them being Jordan's kids being ranked like that. Probably not. I mean, like I said, they played D one ball. So to me, you I mean right. to, me, to play D one sport. No, I'm saying you gotta be right. But my whole thing is how much of that came from your name. Oh, I got you. How much of that came from the son of Michael Jordan? He ha we have to be able to at least be able to develop him here at North Carolina. Right. We have to at least be able to get him up to something the way his dad, his dad didn't start out being great, great either. He got up to that point. So let's get him the same. And you ended up, but Bronny is living up to the greatness that he was expected to have had from the beginning. That's tougher. Yeah. That is. While your Child dad is still under the pressure of having to do it himself. Right. Yeah, shout out to, to Bronny. Shout out to Jordan. Shout out to D-Way, son. Shout out to all of them. And I'm not shitting on Jordan's kids. I'm just saying that's two, yeah. that's, two, that's two different playing fields. Two different sections. Shout out to Sharif O'Neal, too. He's a dog. Oh, yeah. I love Sharif. I like, I like shout Sharif. Shout out right? Bo Bo. Get the fuck Hello. out of Denver. Bo Bo, get the fuck out of Denver. Bo, they won't play. Oh, get out of Denver. Yeah, yeah that's up there. Uh, is your boy Giannis's brother been playing? Man, Giannis's brother's is trash. Yeah, all of them is hell no. I hate hell no. Five seconds. Ain't get no PT. No. Nah. Uh, Giannis's brother, yeah, Giannis's brother's trash. Less, I mean, respect right. him for being in the league, but they ain't, they ain't doing nothing. Yeah, they ain't doing nothing. And play unless y'all up by like thirty. Right. That's crazy. God damn. Now, I'm about to do uh, this shit. That's why I'm, I'm wait. I wait for Clint to come back. I don't want to just jet out. What? No, I'm about to fuck around, eat this food and shit. My phone is going crazy. Oh no, oh, shit. I mean, yeah, you shit. Oh, you, yeah, the transition. I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, he should be back in a second. Nobody. Leave yeah, no man be. left behind. What was that? Right. Leave no child <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, you know he's. You know he's a slow poke. Oh man. Yeah, and I got your text messages. You was funny. <laughs> right, man. Shit, that hit me out of nowhere. 
Hey, Cliff, Les about to hop off, so it's going to be me All and right, you. Yeah, Les, who's your hit the showers? Uh, shit, man. I ain't really, uh, let me see. Let me, let me think about it. Shit. Oh, no, no, no. I know who's going to hit the showers. Hey, man, we going we gonna to give it to. Oh, we didn't even get to talking about A-B shit yet. It's all right, uh, we did it, but shit, he could, t- you know, he could tune we'll, I'm in. sure we, uh, or comment, he can comment on the live. Yeah, what do you say? You talking about AB? Yeah, he chowing down. Uh, um, I don't know. We'll go into it real quick. Did you see the motherfucking music video? What music? Oh video? yeah, I seen that. AB got a music video for a song. He better the palace. He did. Yeah, he's got a little rap video. I'll send it to you, Cliff. Oh no, AB showers. <laughs> AB, you got hit the hit showers. The showers. I don't even need to hear it hit him. Bro, it's on I was watching a little snippet of it. Yeah. It's on YouTube as well. But... Oh, yeah, he going crazy. Yeah, bro. But, yeah, I'll, I'll let you. Well, no, you know bro. what? I don't even want to force the conversation because I want to get through uh, the NBA before we just jump in. Right. That. Transition. So, so um, and it's still one more topic I want to discuss on the NBA. So, um, yeah, you don't got it. I don't want to hold you. Uh, who'd you say is that AB's you hit the showers? Yeah, bro. I didn't even want to do it to him, bro. But he, but he just he did it to himself. <laughs> I just it's too close to. I was looking at the numbers, bro. He had he had one more touchdown to get for 333,000. Then he had like a couple yards to get 50, a couple reception 54. I think. All this. All this shit was close. He could have got two of them in that game. He could have got two of those incentives in that game, like I was saying last episode. Yeah, probably had to throw that man a ball. But, I mean, he said he was hurting. Right. He said, he he said they took, they gave him some some painkiller that they, that the, that's kind of, like, prohibited. All this, but, bro, you, you, you let this shit slide. You said, let's do it. And you play. You well, my whole thing, just to, I guess to, to to glide over real quick with you. My whole thing about it is the it's well, there's been lies on the bucks on the bucks end. Yeah. Right. At mm. first, you said you didn't know this man was hurt. He didn't speak right. to you or your manager or or, or, or the trainer, which is proper right. NFL cor- protocol. And you said, get the fuck out. Then a B released text. Showing you that when you said when you said to him, get ready, AB, we ain't taking this week off. We going next week. He's sending you pictures with the trainer saying, I'm I'm trying to work on it. I'm working on it now. Right. So you knew he was hurt, right? Not only did you know he was hurt, but when I saw the uh, release that they say AB was supposed to undergo a evaluation and simply didn't comply, I said, oh. You just answered all my questions now. See, now mm-hmm. I know exactly what happened. So you were you were working on getting able to work, play last Sunday, and they was pushing you. So you was like you was like Nah, I'm not. I can't. I'm not about to push myself back. If I can't go back, I can't go back. Trainers trying to get you back, and you say, you know what? I'll go to my own trainer, which is why he asked for half of his hundred thousand back. Because clearly you treated him right. You treated him for it, which is why he said, keep the 50. I just want the half since I'm going to continue my treatment elsewhere. Right. That was another, uh, what do you call it? Defiance on AB 
to the organization. Oh, you don't want to use our trainers because that trainer is trying to push you back in the game too soon. But no, I'll go with the ones I'm more comfortable with. That doesn't necessarily sound wrong, but the way AB's name is structured, you could frame it in a way that that's wrong on his behalf. True. Now you come out and you say, well, we knew he was hurt, but he didn't comply with undergoing our procedures. Well, why would I undergo your procedures if your trainers were trying to rush me back to the to the game early? The of question course really, you're going to try to clear me. question that I really had was, is that if clearly this Grayson character is going to be his replacement and all the rest of your wide receivers are out, was it Mike Cecil, Evans? Cyril. Cyril Grayson. Grayson. Well, hold up, though, because I looked up his stats after that game. He only had two drops that game, and those was his only two drops all season. Now, he only played two games before, I believe, totaling up to eight receptions in the two prior games, but he caught every pass. He just wasn't clearly like a target in those games. That's a Jimmy G stat line. We only played six games. He won all six. Well, no, Next season, that would be like saying we he only played two games, but he completed both games a hundred percent completion. That ain't nothing, man. That's that's you don't we don't get participation prizes over here. I mean, he may yeah. not get one in the bucks. He may get the ring. I'm just saying he's doing what he's supposed to do as a receiver. I'm gonna catch your balls. You throw them, I'll catch them. Next so man up. He could end up being a decent receiver. I just don't know if he'll be. Well, we know it's not a. I don't know. He's not going to be an Antonio Brown. There's only one Antonio Brown. Will he get more PT next year? Is the question when everybody's For back sure. healthy? For sure. Well, he, he'll For be like sure. the You could tell Brady trust him, and you could tell Brady trust him off that last pass he threw to him, um, in that final, in that two minute, you know, that two minute run he did to beat the Jets. That last pass was a, it was like, it wasn't for sure open. Like it could have, you know what I mean? Like you took a chance with it and he caught it. So that lets you know Brady already has somewhat trust in him. His hands are sticky at least. I know that. I'm going to have to go check out them highlights, but I'm going to go ahead and hop off of here. I got to watch more sports. My my, my, my mind and my time just be bogged down. Oh, and I'm going to see that clip tomorrow, Cliff. Yep, do that, do that, and I'll send it off. Yeah. All right, yeah, Doctor Zoe. All right, boy, be safe. All right, you too. Yeah. All right, Les. But yeah, man. So where were we? We were, talk- we were wrapping up NBA stuff. Going yeah, over we're gonna wrap up uh, NBA, and I'm gonna give y'all. I'm gonna give you some stats, right? All right. Because I know we had a conversation about what Russell Westbrook said about his turnovers, points, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. I can't remember exactly the quote. He said basically like I can I'm have human. turnovers, I can miss shots. Yeah. Yeah. And I right. said that's, that's a part real, of my game. I said that's a real like courage way to say it, right? I understand what he's saying and it makes sense, especially when you are, let's be honest, one thing you can't take away from Russell, the triple double king. He's high motor. He's very Maybe high motor. Even beyond what's be the triple double emperor like when oscar roberts got that triple double or robertson or whatever got that triple (laughs) i always do that when uh he got that triple double that was supposed to be unheard of then 
Right. And it took what, that 20 time. something years for somebody else yeah. to do it. And not only yeah. has he done it, but he's done it for the past four seasons. High level shit. So when you think about somebody that does shit like that, yes, they're going to have a, a quite a few turnovers because they're operating that way. Right. They're always passing the ball and they're always moving. They're always around the court. I'm not taking anything or I'm not saying that to take away from the fact that I think the way he put it out was wrong. Right. What Shannon Sharp said on Undisputed that I agreed with him with was saying, just say, listen, that that right, that comes with the game, but I recognize where I need to make improvements. Because right. he was saying for a quarterback to say my game isn't predicated on completed passes, my game isn't predicated on interceptions or how many touchdowns I throw. He said if a quarterback said that, they'd be out the league. And that's the truth. You're a quarterback. How is your game not predicated on completed passes or turnovers? You're a point guard. You're the quarterback of that basketball team. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you control wild. the tempo. Right, that's you control wild the tempo. to say it like that. But You're okay with that. Underst- I don't even think it's that. I think understanding Russell Westbrook, you got to you got to understand. You remember way back when when Marshawn Lynch was with Seattle and he was oh, doing yeah. that and he was doing that shit where he was like I only showed up so I don't get fined. You know why I'm here. Russell Westbrook was number two on that list with the NBA. He was the second guy to do the same thing that Marshawn Lynch was doing. Oh, yeah, he did. Basically letting you know, I don't really like dealing with y'all, the press like that. I just want to come out and play ball, which I respect. Right. But, but it's a you, part are, of the... you are paid to do this as well. That's why they yeah. pay you also. So my thing is, when you know that that's the kind of person Russ is, that I don't want to deal with the media. Media. And they, ask you, and they ask you a question like that, I can understand you giving a response that may have slipped out too quick. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm giving my G the benefit of the doubt. Because when you look at the stats, 100. When you look at the stats. He said 100. I'm just saying, right now... Uh, Russell Westbrook is leading the league in turnovers with 184. That's what I'm saying. Now stop, that- now stop. Wait a minute, though. James Harden's right behind him with 158 with less games mm. played. Less games played. Nobody mm. is on James Harden's ass about how awful he's been handling the ball either. Now, let me run down some stats, right? If we're mm. talking about turnovers per game, of course, Russell is ahead because he has more turnovers in total. But turnovers per game average, James Harden, we're going to go through the top six. James Harden, 4.8 turnovers per game. Then comes Russell Westbrook, 4.6 turnovers per game. Then comes Trey Young, 4.1 turnovers per game. Then, here, this is where it gets interesting. Darius Garland has more turnovers per game, but less turnovers as a whole than Julius Randle. So he's technically number five on the list, but I put him number four because his turnovers per game was higher with 3.6. Then you have Julius Randle with 3.4. Ask me who number five is. Take a guess who number five is. Hey, AD, he been hurt. Who? Stephen Curry. 
Really? 3.4 turnovers per game. So what I'm getting at is when you handle the ball, when you're a ball as as... handler, yes, turnovers do come with the game. Right. But that is not the way you should communicate it to the press because, of course, they're going to put those words in Nitpick. Nitpick. Right. And that's going to live forever. The title of that article is going to live forever. What was the title? I'm I'm just saying, you know, you're just operating YouTube now. So it's the title of the video. But once they print it, it's in it's in forever when really you're not too far off from the rest of the bunch. The rest of the bunch is in the same pack with you. So it's not like you doing something wrong. Don Don, my guy, what's popping? Oh, he's done back in the building. Don Don, I didn't see. Yeah. Long time no speak. Right. I hope he ain't uh, sitting that a while ago. I wasn't paying attention to the chat. That's my guy. Right. But uh, yeah, you can't. When you look at stats like that, you you can't be as hard on Russell Westbrook. You just can't because everybody's gonna do that. It does come with the game. It's just the way you said it, and you right. have been. And and the thing is. Steph and Darius Garland and all them and Trey Young, their turnovers don't look the same as yours. They don't. You know, they look more targeted than your your turnovers can be reckless. And that's the real issue. Is that you can be reckless with the ball. And I don't think that's anything that you're ever going to get out of Russell Westbrook. That's just the player he is. That's going to be him for the rest of his game he plays in the league. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's just very reckless. He's loose. Yeah, I mean. I just wanted to run that by you to let motherfuckers know hop off Russ's dick because it's not that deep like how people are saying. Everybody gets turnovers. Even your basketball god, Steph Curry, has 3.4 per game. So let's hop off Russ's dick because he's not that much above. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I think it's just Russell's attitude is why he gets picked on more, Cliff. Because it's kind of like, yes, we all go through it in a sense. I see what you're saying with the turnovers. Like when you handle the ball a lot, like especially the point guard. But like, like you said, I think with just his attitude and how he, his personality, right. you know what I mean? It puts you as an easier target when you right. don't do as well. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think his motherfuckers is and on want, him. And people want a reason, right? They want to, and think about it. The Lakers are mighty. They're a mighty I'm glad you team. finally said it. I'm glad no, you I don't, finally I, said I, it. I don't mean it as far as. I guess no. I guess I do mean it that way. I, I you do. do. The you Lakers do mean are it that a way. mighty team, like historically. Like not the monsters. Oh, they still are a mighty no. team. Don't play it. No, check, check, check the stats. Yeah, no, stop the monsters. <laughs> Magic Johnson was not in Space Jam. He could have been, and he should have been. You well, hear if me? he, he was, been, that virus in that computer would be a lot different. You hear what I'm saying? Oh, LeBron would be fighting a different virus, and I, I don't that. know if it's dying motherfucking Cheeto. <laughs> I caught that. Boy, I'm you ain't playing. right for that. Man, he took playing. a low blow. I'm just playing. Man. I'm just playing. That was a good one. That was a good one. I, I, give, 
I got to give you kudos <laughs> for that. That was a good, because I was thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, he's right. Listen. Right. But, but uh, no, I mean, go ahead. Sorry, back to what you said. The, yeah, the Lakers no, are reminding you. You know, like the James Worthy's like over historically. the years. Like, right. Historically, the Lakers were the boss of the league. Celtics, Lakers, yeah. Right. They were the New boss York, of Knicks, the league. And remember. don't get me wrong. You know me by now. I don't like right. anybody that's too OP. Like, I'm not too going OP. with the... The, the dominant team. I'm not never going to be the guy that's like, I like the Bucks because they got Brady and Antonio. And right. I'm the oh, guy that's right, like, right. I like them because they have less and they're doing more with it. That's my style. Lakers, Lakers have had seasons where they have had less, though. And they didn't do shit. And they right. didn't do shit. <laughs> right. So, so they I, always... They weren't always the powerhouses we should know them as. Right. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but that, no, no. I'm just saying, I want to see you with less and do more, not be oh, great yeah. with more and weak with but less. See, but see, isn't that the problem, Cliff? You said you want to see us have less and do more, right? Right. I think that's what LeBron's been trying to do. Because like you said, he's got rid of so much talent. No, 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 no. I think you just look at it from a different perspective than I do. I think we're okay. looking at it from two different angles because what I think it is, is LeBron gets rid of the talent that um, intimidates him. You mm. know what I mean? Like if, if somebody's going to be in my position... I don't want to have someone on the team that could potentially do it better. Right. In a Julius Randle. You see what I'm saying? Like like LeBron competing with Julius Randle, he's thinking about it from the article's perspective, where the articles are going to say, is Julius Randle bypassing LeBron James from the past game that we, you know what I'm saying? And he right. doesn't want to deal with that. When he knows I'm better than Julius, but I know what kind of articles are going to come with that. Let me get rid of him then. When mm. in all actuality, if you could accept the articles, fuck the articles, I got a LeBron James Jr. on my squad. Right. Not literally Bronny, but you know what I'm saying? A right, right, right. Me on my squad that can take over when I'm on the bench. Why would I Why would I not want that on the, the team with me? Right, a second right. Me, a second version right. of me? Of course right. I want to keep that. Right. So I don't think it's more so him trying to do it with less. I think he's just a bad decision maker when it comes to personnel on his team. Mm. I don't think he's a GM. I think he's an owner. Right. Right. I can see that. That's what I, I get that. from LeBron. I don't think LeBron makes the best moves always. He, when he when he gets the money to buy his team, he's going to need somebody who is not a yes man in that GM spot. That's like LeBron. I get it. That doesn't it doesn't sound right, bro. It just doesn't sound right. Like you need to think about it from this perspective because when you look at it, all the teams that LeBron have put together Trash. Trash. Well, really, all you can really say is the Lakers. Trash. I'm saying not the team as a whole, the decision of players you put together. Because if we want to be uh, honest, Miami wasn't his call. Miami was Wade's call. 
Mm. Waiting Pat Riley's call. LeBron didn't get to piece that together. So why Iman Shumpert and all them talking about LeBron ruined the league? Yeah, I understand somebody wanting to leave. But he didn't ruin the league. He didn't put the heat together. He joined them. Bosh and Wade were already, Wade was already there and Bosh was already a target. LeBron just chose to join those two targets. Mm. But Lakers, on the other hand, that's his team. Cleveland, on the other hand, the way you traded away and dismantled my team. Right. That's right. awful right. decision making. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're right. So he needs to get, listen, LeBron's going to have to be an owner and not a GM because I don't, I don't see him succeeding trying to manage a team like getting rid of and signing players. He might be, be like, good at, 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 at talent-wise. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he had his mark on Trey Young. You know, Trey Young went to his camps and all that, and he told everybody Trey Young is the next, and he knew that. But he also didn't really, you know, have a lot of confidence in Colin Sexton. And Colin Sexton, yeah, and Colin Sexton is one of the, he's one of the best, I said, I said he is the best undersized finisher in the league. Even yeah. over Kyrie Irving, he's the best undersized finisher in the league. Colin Sexton got hurt averaging 25.3, I think, points a game. Right. Or it might have been, yeah, it was something around there. I know it's 25 point something at six one, six two, and all he does is drive and still kept his three point shot over 40%. Man, that's insane. But um, Don Don says, sorry, I haven't been here. School basketball and I got a girl now. Ooh. He, even, right, put the, he even put the, uh, the uh, emoji with the mouth like this. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, did he? Uh, he said, I played basketball four hours a day. I've liked the Suns my whole life, but now we got a young star in Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson uh, was always going to be something. He just needed more minutes. You are absolutely right, uh, Don. Cameron Johnson. Yeah, Cameron Johnson is... Uh, you know what's funny is I always said I was gonna look up to his look up his past to see like where he's from, who his daddy is. Why is one of your people's my dad's dad's last name is Johnson and he got a lot of Features. kids. Oh, oh he got a lot of kids. Could be. He got a lot of kids, boy. Could be. That's Could the be one, one where I people's. said I met my aunt at my job I work at now in the elevator. Remember I told you about that? Did you tell me that? Mm -hmm. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. What? Mm -hmm. Damn. But yeah, I saw him and I was like, he got that look. Like, Cameron Johnson got that look. Like, he, I, like he could be one of my people. I need to look him up because I might have to ask him for an interview. Right, listen. Uh, he'd be like, he, "Fuck him, fuck that nigga." <laughs> like, they would too, be, especially because uh, we ain't been, because you ain't been knowing him and shit. He probably already thinking, you know. No, nah, I'm just playing. I don't know. Well, I love you, Grandpa, but um, you know what it is. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, no, I definitely yeah, agree was, with that. Yeah, we was what were we talking about before? Before dog. Oh, that just said the uh, turnover, the turnover rate rankings in us and Russell Westbrook. Mm, oh, that's, right. That's, right. The, that's the number one thing that I will say, and we'll wrap up on that. Is that's what that that's what bothers me immediately is that you know I've been hard on James Harden for long before he went to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. I love James Harden at OKC. Absolutely loved him. In Houston, mm, that's yeah. when I started turning. That's when I started changing. Like, I don't know if I like him so much. And right. then when he got to the Nets, I was like, y'all can't allow him to play this way and not call him out on it. And hey. now it's like, look, like, look what I'm talking about. 4.8 turnovers per game and you're not producing enough. That's why they they had to have Kyrie come back. He's like the best, worst. Like I don't know how to describe he did, it. No, like, he's just he, he's just one of the he's one of the top five shooters in NBA history. That's it. That's all. You think so? That's it. That's all. He has a great shot, and he has an ability to get open to make his shot. But other than that, he's he's just he's not what everybody thinks he is. He's not the best facilitator. I understood. You said top five shooter of all time. Yeah, I give I, I seven ish, top five to seven range. That might be right because I'm, I'm thinking like Steph, Ray, uh, Reggie Miller, KD. No, nah, I would say he's Clay, a better though? shooter than KD. What about Scottie Pippen? You think it's you think better shooter than KD? Okay. Yeah, like natural shooter is what I'm saying. Like you don't see KD doing all the little step backs in the like fall. What about Dame Lillard? Dame Lillard is definitely up there. He's He's definitely under. He's definitely underrated. Top ten, probably top ten. I would maybe top top fifteen. I would say James really? still falls inside side of that eight range, and Lillard mm. might be ahead of him, but. Mm. But yeah, Miller, I, yeah, he's inside a top ten for sure of all time. Right, Harden right. is top ten all time shooter. But I feel like that's it. I feel like his his game has been predicated off of how to get an open shot, as opposed to how to get it to the open man, which is why he's four point eight turnovers per game. Yeah. Once again, bro, you're the point guard. You're the quarterback of the team. You can't be the quarterback and the running back and the receiver at the same time. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Especially when you Mm -hmm. have a KD and a Kyrie on your team. And you didn't look good last year before this corona shit when Kyrie was still there. He didn't. You had a a decent stat line, but you're expected to. You're a Mm -hmm. superstar. But that doesn't mean you look good. You didn't. No, he don't. He didn't. No, he didn't at all. Down, down. Say how you guys been. You know, just getting at it. We just been Man. getting at it, trying to stay Taking consistent. One, right, one day at a time. Right. Um, I see that per again NBA.com, Cliff Julius Randall. No, you mentioned him earlier. He was fined twenty five k, which ain't nothing to him. Right. I guess for comments made to the media. On two separate occasions re- recently, if I was in a the league, they would they would find me like that so much that 
I would probably like how they would count it like occurrences at your job. Like, now, nigga, you got seven within a year. We about to let you go. Right. Because I would be saying whatever I wanted about. I'd say that ref is a fucking dickhead. Y'all need to get rid of him. He doesn't know what the fuck. They'd be like, listen, shut up. Don't ever say that. I'm going to say it next game, too, if he refing. Speaking of that, remember Draymond was doing that for a while. Remember, he was really speaking it. But he said once his fines started getting hefty, hefty, he was like, all right, I, you know. Listen, I got enough money. I don't need that much. Well, that's speaking from a poor man. You hear what I'm saying? Right, I'm the kind of right, motherfucker right. that feel like if you give me a, a couple hundred thousand, I'm not going to need no other assistance. I'll make it work. I, right. This, this will last me for the rest. This will give me a nice base. But when you got money like that, listen, you think I give a fuck about your 25? Right. If I feel like, I almost feel like Kyrie. Like, if I feel like it's that important to talk about, you can keep this, you can keep this whole three months worth of pay. I got bread in the bank. Right. Fuck y'all. Like, just go ahead and put this on my tab. Because the next right. two or three months, I'm about to go, I'm about to go ahead and right. uh, go in. Also, I, think we I should see, see the, more than that. I think we should see more of that. That's the only way that the game changes because the refs are fucking up the game. Right. They're right. clearly and fucking you, up the game. Did you also hear or see that LeBron enters the top all time or sorry, top 10 all time in career steals? I don't know if it was steals I saw. I think I saw another stat that he entered and it wasn't top 10. It was top five. I think he broke the five. Yeah, I guess after I yesterday's what game, that was. I guess after yesterday's game, yes, is LeBron enters top ten all time in career steals. So I mean, that's that's impressive. At the end of his career, he's it's gonna be LeBron, 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 right. LeBron, 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 LeBron all the way down. That's why right. I said. That's why I said we're the last. We're the last people that know Jordan. More you than me, but yeah. Well. Me, you know me, and I was I was a Jordan hater for real. Right, but I mean, you got to see. But I know how great time. he was. That's the reason right. why I hated him. Right. Because he's always beating my teams, and he's too great. Like, if he comes on the court, it's over. So you were a Cavaliers fan as a kid, Cliff? No, no, I no, meant no, to no, ask no, you no, that. no, no, I wasn't a Cavaliers Okay, I was going to say, I don't know. I, was I wonder a Knicks who's... fan as a kid. Oh, uh, okay. He was with Patrick Ewing and them. Uh, Larry okay. Johnson saw them and even before that, but you know Sparks, like all them. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the Knicks as a child. Yeah, I meant to ask you that because I was like, I feel like Cliff wouldn't just be a Cavs fan as a kid because it's like, who would the Cavs have had back nah, then? You know, we didn't even but. start getting people to what Mark Price was it? Mark Price, right? Yeah, uh, was like who was the center? Wasn't there a center too? Uh, white boy, y'all had. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his he's on, name. He's on the Cleveland Cavaliers all-time team on 2K. Uh, what's going you're talking about Ilgowskis. Il- Il- Kemp? Is it Kemp? Is it Kemp? Kemp came from Seattle with uh, Gary Payton. Uh, and uh, you talking about uh, Gary Payton and... Uh, I, no, wait. That was Shrimp. Shrimp. Oh, yeah, there's somebody I'm thinking of. That's going to bug me. I think you're thinking of Zadrunas Ilgowskis. No, not definitely remember him, but no, I wasn't thinking that. I do remember him though, but uh, let me see. That's gonna bug me. I'm Back just looking it up. That, I don't know. Yeah, 
Nope. Yeah, back before that, I'm, I'm not sure. I guess I'm tripping. I don't know who I was thinking. And it of. was shrimp. It was shrimp with uh with uh Sean Kim and uh Gary. Sean Kim. Sean Kim. What Sean did I say? Kim, Sean Kemp isn't a white dude. Sean Kemp is the, the black dude. dude. With, right, with Gary Payton. And Sean Kemp was the first duo in the league for Not the first, but you know, but... Right. I don't know who I was thinking of, but anyways... Yeah, Douglas I mean... Shrimp LeBron... is the dude that I'm talking about. He was the... He ran the four, or the three. He was the small forward. I think it was Douglas. Did you also... I can't remember. Did you also see or hear about the, uh, I can't say his first name, but Jusuf Nurkic and the Tyler Hero altercation? Little yeah, altercation man, he that. mugged him. He should have mugged What'd him. What did you think about it? What'd he should have fucking him? mugged him. He got lucky he got mugged, Tyler Hero. He hit him with a clean screen. You ran into that. You ain't see it? Did you see the highlight? I seen the video, but I, I he thought, hit him with a I clean thought... screen. Tyler Hero falls down. He goes to the basket. Tyler Hero gets up upset that he looks dumb and pushes him in the back. You're lucky yeah. he didn't turn around and just cock your bitch ass, right? Because he it wasn't an illegal play. He didn't so you're saying in that. So you're saying in that situation, it sounds like Tyler Hero got to hit the showers for sure. Okay. I get it. Like you, you feel upset that somebody knocked you down. He's a seven footer, two hundred fifty plus. Part of the game. Part You're gonna game. fall if you run into that screen, not looking at it. It's right. not his fault. And that's then you like gonna a, get up and push him. That's kind of like in football, getting cracked back and being upset. And then, right, and then hitting me in the back while I walk away and expecting me right. not to turn around and try to rip your helmet off. Yeah, out of adrenaline, especially, I'm gonna be yeah, one, like like Nurk, like Nurk. I will say that like Nurkic did, like when he turned around. It just didn't I mean, make yeah, sense I'm gonna, to me. I was looking at it like, yeah. Tyler Hero acting like the he gym, my nigga. Yeah, Hero, but Hero, a hey, Hero tried to play it off like you know that person that ain't gonna do nothing in the fight, and, <laughs> and they're like one of them people that's trying to like look tough, and they're like, hey, hold, hold me back, hold me back, hold me back. Right. I feel like that was kind of Hero. Damn, Joe. Our what? stream just disconnected. Our stream did? Yeah. Man. YouTube shut down at 136. I mean, we still got damn. the audio for the podcast, but damn, that's fucked up. Right, right. This Saturday right. is probably a lot of motherfuckers streaming. Yeah, could, yeah, I'm sure. Damn. Well, um... It's Anyways, like yeah, fucking streaming, but yeah, go. Um, yeah, I was just saying that uh, he got a whole seven like foot it. palm placed right across his face, bruh, pushed back into his teammates. I will say this though, if Jimmy Butler was out there, you know, Jimmy Butler rides for his young boys and his team, like he'll try to get into a little altercation. We reconnected, we did, so we're gonna have two separate, fucking yeah, choppy. But um, yeah, that's all I was uh, getting at there. Also, did you hear that uh, Demarcus Cousin has been waived from the Bucks as of January the sixth per NBA.com? I wonder why. He can't find a home clip. He started I, yeah, out hot. I think it he might did. be an attitude situation. I think so too, because he hasn't been known for the best. Right, and and attitude. and I'm not trying to you know put shit on my nigga or nothing like that because I'm a Demarcus Cousins fan, but 
he almost kind of strikes me as a Kevin Porter Jr. Where it's like, you're just not right for the locker room. You know, like why Kevin Porter Jr. got released from the Cavs and then there was some tension going on in Houston as well. And it was like, damn, like my nigga just cool out. Like right. you're here, you made it, cool out. Yeah, it has to be something with his attitude, Cliff, because I mean, I like DeMarcus Cousins, but yeah, he hasn't had the best And he's effective anywhere to an extent. You know what right. to get from Booby. And even if Booby's halfway hurt and he just has to stand in the corner, he's going to knock those threes down. Yeah, Booby can shoot. He can shoot the ball. He's he not going to miss like them threes. You don't need Booby to move for real, especially in uh, Milwaukee. No. No. You got help on rebounds and all that. So you don't need Booby to be like yeah, that. Yes. And. Yeah, that's crazy. If they let him go, it has to, in my mind, come down to a attitude or something. Right. And we talked about it, I believe, before the podcast. Just to reiterate on the podcast, um, Isaac Okoro for the Cavs is out with an elbow injury as of January the 3rd, 2022, per NBA.com for two to three weeks. Fucking repeating it. Now I want, I want people to know, like you said, cite the sources in case it's ever questioned. But uh well, yeah, what was he's your out. source did? You ain't cite the source. I did. I said NBA.com. Oh, That's why you say repeating it. But anyways, I know we talked about kind of leading into the podcast. We talked about the game tomorrow with the Cavs and uh the Warriors. Do you kind of want to elaborate more on the podcast about if that changes the matchup tomorrow and how you feel? That's a good question. Um you were feeling pretty confident before we started the podcast talking about the matchup. in there, yeah. Yeah, you know, when, um, when you were under the assumption, you know. Nah, I don't think it changes too much. Still a close game, you think? Yeah, tomorrow I night? think it's still a close game. I just think that the Warriors end up uh, getting uh, a few more spread? threes than you got they would have normally gotten. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you one. Um, by the way, Menchaka had texted. He said, if you can, send uh, the predictions to him that we did on uh, <coughs> Wednesday. Menchaka had okay. texted to us. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, when you get the chance. Uh-huh. Um, and you just going to keep calling him by his name. Menchaka? Uh-huh. Yeah, I ain't calling him Mike. There's too many Mikes. I ain't calling him Call Jersey Mike. Jersey. I ain't calling him Jersey Mike. You know what I think of a Jersey Mike? I think a Jersey Mike. Right. Motherfuckers might not want their whole name out there. Well, hey. I don't, it don't matter. Motherfuckers don't know how to spell it. I guarantee you that. R- right. Right. But right. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I Jersey got him. I, I'll send it to the, uh, our group chat, our private group chat after this. But um, yeah. what were we saying? What were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, I lost it too. I did as well. Fuck it. Give us 15. Uh, Coro, oh, oh gotta, prediction. You see, I, I spread gotta take the prediction. A piss and I know you ain't going to talk by yourself. I would just say the Cavaliers suck and just nitpick on the Cavs the whole time. Well, go ahead and you know. nitpick on the Cavs. Give me 15 seconds. All right. So you got 15 seconds to uh, down the Cavs while I'm gone. And then I'm going to be going for more than 15. Well, count the clock, and I'll give me that time <laughs> to down the Lakers on my return. I'm out. All right, bet, bet. 
So as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, the Cleveland Cavaliers are overrated. Um, they are having a decent season. I will give them that. Uh, they do have some good young talent that I will agree to. But at the end of the day, this is the Cleveland Cavaliers that we're talking about. Okay. We're not talking about a dynasty like the Los Angeles Lakers. We're not talking about a dynasty like the Boston Celtics or the New York Knicks. We're talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, there's a documentary out on the Cavaliers called Believeland. In case any of you have may heard of it or may have not heard of it. Okay. There's a reason why the documentary is called Believeland. Because nobody ever believed that the Cavaliers could even win one ring, could win a championship, could do anything as a team or be successful in the playoffs, let alone make it. But they did, and I will give credit to the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I will salute them. But as the co-host on the show and as a Lakers fan, I'm just going to go ahead and let you all know once again that the Cleveland Cavaliers are who we thought they were, Cliff. All right. Okay? And that's a wrap. For your uh, and that's a, a, a and that's a wrap. That's a wrap for yours. Now can I start mine? Go ahead, ladies first. All right. The Lakers are old as railroad tracks. Okay, go ahead. Railroad tracks. Horton Tucker Jr. Uh, Avery Brad. Uh, not Avery Br- Bradley. What's his name? Avery Bradley. Uh, Avery Br- Bradley. Carmelo Anthony. Uh, fucking Anthony Davis, you're fucking planks on a railroad track and you're expecting LeBron James to be John fucking Henry. He cannot pound home this victory for y'all, especially when your team is so old as railroad tracks that we're entering into an era where we don't use trains. We rocking subways, Amtrak's, G, and you're still operating with railroad tracks. That's why the Lakers fucking suck, and they're sixth in the West at what? What are they? It's early. 21 and 19. 21 and 19. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Cavaliers are sixth in the East at 22 and 17. Tied. We're both six. Well, wait, wait. Tied with the person below us who I can't remember who that is. Damn, that's going to bother me. But they're 22 and uh, no, they're, I can't remember their record. But what I'm getting at is it's starting to seem like the East is a tougher conference anyway. And y'all can't, y'all old ass railroad tracks can't compete there. Let me give you some numbers that you left out. Go ahead. Okay. So the old Lakers did beat a nice young team last night. Who made the playoffs last a year nice young, in the Atlanta Hawks? A nice young depleted team. Depleted the Atlanta Hawks. Depleted. Who played last night? Your boy Bogdanovich, Kevin Huter, Gallinari, Trey Young, Herder, Gallinari. So if Gallinari Capella, somebody's out. Who's uh, out. John Collins. Who was out? If Gallinari was playing like that, who was Cam out? Reddish played? Oh, I'm not shit. sure. I don't know. Whole that squad sounds like, That sounds like, they, yeah, it does sound like damn near. Whole squad. squad. But, but that's, neither, that's neither here nor there. Let's just give you the, the real details that you need to hear. And for mm-hmm. those out there listening as well. Mm-hmm. Malik Monk played 35 minutes, Cliff. Don't you know he had four rebounds, three assists, and 29 points last night? 
Malik Monk. He should have 35 minutes. Well, Malik Monk was the shit in Charlotte. Let's be honest. He was just... He was not the shit in Charlotte. No, he was the shit. He was plagued by injuries and Kimba Walker. Well, in my opinion, because I'm a Kentucky basketball fan, for those who may or may not know, I don't think Malik has been that good since college until now. I think he's coming into his game now being and playing with LeBron. I think Malik is, you know, starting to try to become elite, you know, more consistent. But anyways. I think he was, uh, yeah, you're right. You said said it correctly. You said you think he's starting to become elite. And that that is what's happening. That is exactly what's happening. I just with I'm the old saying, ass team. I'm not saying that I think he was elite in Charlotte. I think right, he right. was potentially elite. You just didn't mm. give him the opportunity to shine, and he was out. He was out a lot. He was it wasn't a, a good lot. fit. I think too. Yeah, I just didn't think it was a good fit. But Charlotte. it could but have been though. Like you, you got to think about how how Damian Lillard and C.J. McCullum managed to make that a tandem that went with Steph and Clay. You had the ability as Kimba Walker to be able to do that with Malik Monk and Charlotte, and you didn't. And then they sent you to Boston, and you had Jalen Brown and Tatum, and you didn't. And then they sent you to, to New York, and they benched you. You feel what I'm saying? So at some mm-hmm. point, it's like, as great as Kimba Walker is as a basketball player, how great are you as a teammate? How great are well, you as a team basketball player? Not just your points, the team's points. Because that's a bad look to go from Charlotte with those players you had there, especially after you see a LaMelo ball come in and almost take him to the Right, he, he's been doing he's been doing this. And then thing. you go to a uh, 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 Boston. Boston team that you were expected to do better than Kyrie did with them. Mm-hmm. Nowhere close. The hype. Hyped Kimba up, didn't they? Nowhere close. And you leave there and go to New York, and then they bench you to play a no-name. And I don't mean a no-name. I don't mean a no-name. I apologize because I don't mean it like that. Um, They benched him for... um... My boy from Kentucky. Um, Maxie. Not Maxie. He's on the Sixers. um... Maxie's on the Sixers. He's on the Knicks. Um... There's another one of my boys from right, Kentucky um, on the mix. And I know it's is that who you're talking about? I don't know if he was the one that started though. I hey, know who you're talking about though. Siri. Um with the dreads. That's but anyways, Cliff, real quick. LeBron had 32 points last night, played 36 minutes, had nine assists, eight rebounds. Russell Westbrook, 31 minutes, nine points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds. Avery Bradley, who you were just talking shit about, had 24, played 24 minutes, had six rebounds, 21 points. Uh, Talon Horton Tucker, 31 minutes, 21 points, five assists, one rebound. Carmelo Anthony Clip, 28 minutes, seven rebounds, two assists, 17 points. Railroad tracks. Railroad tracks. What are we talking about? Railroad tracks. What are we talking about? Railroad tracks, Joe. Everybody's balling. Railroad tracks. That was a great game for y'all. That was a great game for y'all. But y'all are still railroad tracks because you're expecting for LeBron to run them, them over, to be the train, to get y'all to where y'all need to go. He can't do it? No, he can't do it by himself. Listen, 
No, he can't. No, he can't. No, he cannot do that. This is an 82 game season this year. He we're don't got to do it on, by himself. We're not on 72 no more like last year. Him and Malik Monk. Malik Monk can be an X factor for us. No, I do think so. If y'all give him the keys, but y'all gonna have to take and him we, away from Russ. And if we get a, if we get a healthy AD, here's what I'm hoping. Take hoping. Them keys away from Russ. That's fine, Russ. You gonna have to sit back, bro, because you know once the playoffs come. Everything's gonna that, be done. You sent me that yeah. uh, that uh, article that they secretly trying to trade him away. Well, it, I don't think it's a secret, and I don't. Well, they think were. That think they'll they be were. able to get rid of him. Yeah, they were. They can't now. I mean, the contract's too much. They think and this and that. Yeah, they no, were looking they at. They still it. can, but I don't think that mm. anybody else would be interested in taking him for that. You'd have to give up a lot for. Yeah, well, I don't think that you, that happens. To be honest. But um, I think, listen, don't get me wrong, Joe. I I see Russell, like we talked about, as a Derek Carr. Like we talk about yeah. all the time. You're an empty stat player. Your stats are great, but you're, it's empty as to what you accomplish with it. But at the right. same time, I like him. I do like him. It's just a matter of how headstrong are you that you can't improve because over these years you have never improved. You've never improved. He hasn't. You know what his rating is right now, Cliff, on on NBA 2K22? Uh, 83. 82. Is it really? 82. For years, he's been, what, at least a 90-plus, right, right, typically, as overall? He should, as he should 80, be, but he, he, he doesn't deserve. He doesn't, <laughs> why do you think I said 83? He doesn't deserve. Right. <laughs> he was right there. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't deserve yeah. too much higher than an 84. Right. So I I'm agree just thinking logically I, they give him an 83. No, 82 makes sense, too. That makes sense. Lamelo's a, Lamello, your boy Lamelo's an 87. He should be. That sounds exactly right. If you'd have asked me, I'd have said 86. Mm, right. Yep. So and he should Westbrook. be. LaMelo right now is top three point guards in the game. Yep. I'm not I'm not counting. Yeah, you say I know, I know what you mean, because you think like Dame Lillard, you think Steph, and you yeah, think, you, that's no, so crazy. No, 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 read my no, mind. no, 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 no. I'm not talking Chris about Paul? that. Yeah, that now that's where I'm talking about. I'm talking about actual point guards. We talk about that all the time. Dame Lillard, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, not actual right. point guards. To right, me. I agree. I agree. Okay, wait, they're, you said Kyrie too? Yeah, they're Kyrie they're, too. Okay. Right, yeah, included. Yeah, he's included. They're scoring guards that have been turned to point guards because of positions. You feel what I'm saying? But Kyrie right. doesn't want to play point, which is why Harden has so many turnovers last year and this year what, as well. What about Trey Young? What about Trey Young? He is, remember we talked about it over the phone. I said he's the first innovator of the point guard recently to show people that you can still be a 10 assist point guard and get 30 points a game. Right. And that's LaMelo as well. I think LaMelo's in that same book. He just hasn't gotten his offense together because he has so many weapons on that Charlotte team. Like, you got to think about the weapons he has on that Charlotte's team. You can't just be Trey Young. Trey Young doesn't have the same weapons 
like, yeah, Collins is a weapon, Herder is a weapon, but it's not the same as a Miles Bridges and you know what I'm saying? Like right. Melo has to make sure he gets those men the ball. Trey does not right. have to make sure he gets Collins and Herder the ball. Trey can do Why it don't himself. It? You don't think he has to he needs to facilitate though to he should and... facilitate, but his points are more efficient than theirs. You feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. when you got a point guard whose points are more efficient than the players around them, you end up having a 2K game where the, the guard never passes. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that doesn't right. work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Even in, in a video game, it doesn't work. It, it only works I'm... when the whole team is playing together. But if right, you got right. one guard that takes all the shots and it just expects you to hit when you're open, well, then your shots are off because I haven't shot enough to get my shot right yet. Right. You're just hitting me off the cuff. I need, we need rotation. Right, right. Trey right. is the first one to come in and be like, I'll give you rotation and I'll still take my shots. He said, I'll give you best of both worlds. Yeah, I think Trey's the... Trey and LaMelo are the next generation of point guard. They're tough. They're tough young Kyrie guys. Kyrie and like, Steph were the last generation. Them two, right. them two are this generation. Darius is in there. I put Darius in there. I put I like Darius, Darius in there. Darius has been averaging over the past, like I think, five games, six games. He's been averaging over 25 points a game. And you have to understand, because I know you're not a Cleveland fan, you have to understand this is coming from somebody who was playing second fiddle to Colin Sexton. So last year, he would only take uh, six shots a game. Yeah, you he's said he was going hesitant last yeah, year. Yeah, he's passing the ball. I don't want to take the shot. Darius Garland was like, I don't want it. I'll pass it. Now that he has to take the shot, he's developing. Colin Sexton getting hurt may quite possibly be the best thing that ever happened to the Cavs. And I'm a Colin Sexton so. fan. Colin Sexton is tunnel vision. I'm going straight to the hoop. I don't care about nobody else. I'm headed to the hoop. Didn't you compare this man to De'Aaron Fox? His speed. I said his speed. The the They both cut court, court to court with the ball. Nobody's speed is going to be faster than De'Aaron Fox or Colin Sexton. Mm. That's what I said. I didn't compare him to De'Aaron Fox, though. I thought you were saying he was like his last season, like his little brother. Like he's like yeah, really I comparable. Guess, yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. When you look at their games, yeah. That's what you were saying because you were trying to remember. We you were arguing last season. You were saying I might have said that. But the, the numbers. Remember, because we had argued one time. That you said the numbers were better than De'Aaron Fox. No, I said they were. They were, they were, they were comparable. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah, they were close. And Aaron was close. trying to say they weren't comparable, and then. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. No, I said they're comparable. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. no, I think uh Colin Sexton's a better finisher. But if I'm if I'm picking point All guards around. between the two, I'm I'm taking De'Aaron Fox. You don't really hear about him no more. You 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 are, you think about that? Like De'Aaron Fox? Well since he cut his hair. <laughs> like ever since he went down <laughs> to the hair. You gotta say he cut his hair like you, like his other shit was kind of crazy, but I feel like he looks weird, like with the low cut. I know he hasn't been. And you think that's him. why they don't talk about him because he look weird? Nah, 
No, I'm not that. I'm just saying, I feel like, and that could be just me overthinking, but I feel like ever since he cut his hair, at least when I noticed it, I haven't really heard about him. But before when he had like the Dragon Ball Z type Super Saiyan you hair. You mean like, like, yeah, no, I understand. I'm following you now. Like, almost like you lost your confidence. Like Samson. Yeah, like, like, like when like I cut my yeah. threads, I had a, I had a good month where I was like, damn, man, I just don't feel the same. Like, like your mojo, yeah, like, right, bro, like what like, happened? I just don't feel the Cause, same. Because Cliff, you know who, you know, you know who else says that? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum is very, uh, what's the word, Cliff? Um, and you believe in, um, like, uh, hope. Another uh, word I'm talking about. Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. You know the word I'm talking about, though. I'm, I see you trying to send it's it to call. me. I see you What's trying to call? send it to me. I'm just not receiving it. Hypocrite. Not hypocrite. Uh, hypocrite. Whatever. No, that's um, uh, like... Um, What's the word? Um, uh, Par- like, not, it's not paranoid, but it's... You're thinking of uh, like Lucky Rabbit's foot. Yeah, like, anyways, like, uh, Jason... I Go can't ahead. think of the word though. I'll get it. But Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum just kind of was saying like, man, like I think he was saying like if I, if I, superstitious. Yeah, that, that, you're, that's okay. what I'm getting at. Jason Tatum is superstitious. Well, especially his playoff time. I can't remember which which uh, one it is, but he either I don't remember if he has to grow his hair out or if, the if same he cuts way. it. He said he yeah. goes, when playoff comes, he goes into the drive. He don't mode. shave. He don't cut his hair. He don't he shave. Don't he shave. Don't do nothing. He just goes in. Yeah, he shows it too. I like that though. That 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 lets you know the attitude of the player. I'm not trying to be pretty, motherfucker. I don't care what my girlfriend or my wife thinks about me. I am in go mode. I know Jimmy Butler's not the best player in the league, but I, I definitely like uh if I had to start a team, and it was kind of random, but if I had to start a team, I'd want to He'd be a, top a ten player. on my list. Yeah, like, like his if, attitude, like if we did like and I don't know how this works because let's be honest, I haven't really done the NFL uh, fantasy draft too much. But Jimmy Butler would be top 10 on my fantasy draft list. Like if we mm. went through a whole round and nobody picked Jimmy, I'm getting Jimmy next. See, I don't know. Only because of injury. He's injury prone. Like he's not playing right now. I, believe I don't think as right much. He's not as much as the next. He gets hurt a lot. He gets hurt but think a lot. about where he's at. Miami? He's the old head in Miami. The nigga's only, he what, is. 28, 29? Hey, Siri, how old is Jimmy Butler? I think he's like 28. 32. Is he that old? Mm-hmm. There's no way Jimmy's that old. Hey, older than me. I knew he was older than me. I'm 29. I did not know he was that old. Is that old to you? No, not like well speaking in the NBA, Sports. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 He's a veteran. You think Cliff, he's been playing for a minute. Wasn't he playing with D Rose in twenty ten? I could oh, be man. wrong. Wasn't he on that team? It's twenty twenty two, so that makes you know yeah, sure thirty two minus ten. Now he was twenty two at that time, so that yeah, that makes sense. He sure was that makes that sense. Because hell, Derek Rose is what, like thirty he's probably like your age, ain't he? Derek or close to he's that. He's probably thirty four. Thirty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. And I don't mean it. I don't mean it like like from a stance that you can't still do it because so I know I'm that. not you on just... that level, right? I know I'm not on that level, but I'm also on a level that I shouldn't be on as well. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that's speaking. That's not. That's not necessarily just speaking to my age, though. Your injury, like your to knee. my right, my injuries and all that. I've still maintained the same, not the same level of competition, but, but a good competitive right, to level. where I can still play the same level of competition, but I'm not quite the same level I was before. Right. Especially being four foot nine. I mean, it's already hard enough, right? right? Being you that know. <laughs> <laughs> You funny. You know, I got that little jab in it. You know how oh, we do. That was a great one, too. I like that. <laughs> that, that. No, but I get I get what you're saying, though, Cliff, because uh, I mean, even at his age, I mean, he still plays with a high motor. He's a great, well. he's a great player. He's a and leader. Like it's a good leader. When you play on that, that echelon, that mm-hmm. pro level, you know mm-hmm. what you can and can't do. The issues that players have when they grow old are trying to do things that they can no longer do, which is why I said Kyrie will translate into a great older player because he doesn't have to do anything. Like you even look at the layups that he does. It's like he's open to do the easy finger roll because of this dribble setup you did. And that Kyrie's go Go ahead. ahead. Well, I was just going to say real quick, you think Kyrie's game is going to change or is it's going to change? To change? It's gonna he's change, getting older, too. But it's, he's 20, it's, he's it's not going to change for the next two years. Mm. But once it does, it's not going to change too dramatically because he's not explosive. Kyrie's not right. an explosive player. He doesn't explode to the rim. He's so smooth. He he can look back at you after he passes you type shit. You know what I mean? Like his dribble right. game is so good. I can set you up with a move that I don't even have to work. I don't have to move at 75% of my speed and I'm going to pass you. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Steph where Steph doesn't try to pass you. Steph tries to set you up for an open shot, but that game translates into when I get older, I'm that shit. That's what I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah, I mean, but people like Steph, it's interesting to see him because he's definitely, like, even with age, like, he's getting even better. Like, you know, right. you know what because I mean? Like, his game, ooh. now, that motherfucker's going to be able to, he's going to be able to be the Tom Brady of the NBA. The way he plays the game, yeah. He does not yeah. have to, as long as he has enough cardio to keep running off them screens and rolling around those lanes, he's going to be able to keep throwing them shots up and hitting them. Mhm. Yeah, he's just. I mean, hell, he might become a Ray Allen Cliff towards the end of his career. Just nah, I don't. I don't ball he's gonna be another one of those people that I won't say like LeBron playing with his son, but his records are gonna be hard to beat. Mm. They're gonna be very hard to beat. LeBron playing with his son—that's an unbeatable record. There's no way you can beat it. I mean, it'll happen again one day, right? Only way you can soon. beat it. Listen, this is. I'm gonna call it right now. I'm calling it. What? What's the date? January eighth, two thousand twenty-two, I'm calling it right now. We're gonna see an NBA player who is amazing at the high school level at seventeen years old that already has a two-year-old son. You know it. And that two-year-old son is going to grow up to be the same way 
that can, you know, like he'll be in the league with his dad. Matter of fact, Cliff, to your point, I think Jason Tatum did that, bro. I think he had a baby while he was at Duke. When Jason Tatum was at oh, Duke, like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pr- I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. And Jason Tatum like, would be the perfect person because his all-around game is amazing to the point that if you could just teach your son the all-around game and he doesn't even have the ability you have, you still won. He's making it to the league. I see that. A C-plus Jason Tatum is still a starter anywhere else on, on in the league. I could see that. A C plus Jason Tatum turns into a, a Tim Hardaway Jr. That's Tim Hardaway Jr. A C plus B minus Jason Tatum. Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. For Dallas. But yeah, no, that I mean, you know. Hmm. But fuck the basketball. We'll get into that. We it ain't too much. We got we don't got too many more games until basketball season, and we gonna be uh beating your ears up with it. So let's move on. Um, we ran through a little bit of the Antonio Brown situation. It's uh I'm sure more to come on that. Right. Uh, what you got? You got any NFL news? I heard uh, the only thing I yeah. got is uh, Titans are not activating Derrick Henry for this Sunday's game against the Texans. Um, So all my sources, just to cite, instead of doing them individually, I'll just cite them as a whole. All my sources will be from NFL.com. So the Derrick Henry information that you just brought up. I think that was I seen, yes. What, what date did you see that? Update. Um, let me see. Look it back up. Cause, cause January fifth, two thousand twenty-two. It says Titans designate running back Derrick Henry to return from injured reserve. You said that was on the fifth. Yeah, so that was three days ago, which would have been what Thursday, or no, Wednesday. Wednesday. Let me see. I got you right here. I mean, it don't really matter to be honest. It's the Texans. Well, not it saying doesn't that it matter. Could, not saying that that couldn't be a, a tougher game. Well, it doesn't matter because remember, Jersey Mike was talking about the implications. Remember of them needing to win in order to try to do certain things within the playoffs, like a like a bye, I think, or something. Remember he was talking no, about the Titans could win their division, I believe, with this right. Game. So that's that's what I, well, that's what it was. That that's what I'm saying. That's something, to, in my opinion, to maybe try to strive for. You know what I mean? To, to get that locked locked in. So, Damn, I would think they want to play. Find my motherfucking source. See why be you see? I should have. I need to start saving the articles. Right. We need to start That's doing that do. anyway, so we can put them in the uh, comments of the show. Right. So you can have, send yeah. me all your links, and I can you know copy paste them into the links of the show. I'll start. Um, Doing that for the important ones, I'm not gonna do it for all of them. I'm probably only gonna do three links per show, right? Right, over that you gotta find on your own, buddy. (laughs) But yeah, I um, I really can't. It's not, it's not giving me so we'll see. I mean, that's what they had, uh, you know, on there at the time. Um, 
you know, I know we just did the Wednesday show, so I only went back to the 5th of January for my updates with the NFL. Right, right. It's It says, Melvin Gordon laments Broncos squandering well-built roster as Denver misses postseason again. Uh, it says the Denver Broncos were officially Melvin eliminated. Gordon didn't really play this season. He did it, but it says the Denver Broncos were officially eliminated from the playoffs last weekend, and running back Melvin Gordon wasn't hesitant to discuss his frustration. Oh, I see what's happening. He's discussing his frustrations, and they're like, motherfucker, you didn't even play. Probably. How yeah. you frustrated and you didn't play? You didn't help try to make right. a difference. Like, be frustrated if you played, if you gave it your all, and, you know, you didn't. Yeah, so I got I got that uh, interesting one for you. So also on January fifth, it says Chargers coach Brandon Staley dismisses the idea of complicit tie with the Raiders, saying we all respect the game. Going into more details, it says Los Angeles Chargers coach Brandon Staley dismissed the idea of a complicit tie with the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday night in order to uh, ensure a playoff spot. Wait, wait. Now, what happened? Like, Ren, like. Long story short, right. there was rumors saying that how do we know that the Chargers and Raiders won't, won't work together to say, let's just tie the game if you want, so that we, because remember, like you said, we both get in if right. we tie. Right. So they were just, I, don't, I guess. I think you could still make a, a, a point that the Raiders wouldn't get in if they tied. Why is that? Because I believe I believe that the Chargers have the bigger wins in our division to where you could that's why they're ranked above us with the same record. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But I, I thought the implications had said regardless that if both teams tie, they'll both get in. I mean, it could be, but if yeah. that that would be, who would they? How would they play it? And and that's why the I don't know how they would play it. it but that's why the conversation to, came up. Real talk, it would probably have to be a rematch. Probably so. Because you can't just throw them both into the playoffs because it's uneven now, right? Right. So y'all both have to play again to see who wins to get in. Right. I don't think that will work. I don't think that they could they could try to tie to because either way they would end up having to play again someone and I don't think they would throw anyone to the Raiders or the Chargers. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. But yeah, I mean, uh, that was a discussion. Um, I also have from the fifth Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow won't play versus the Cleveland Browns this weekend. And Joe Mixon is positive for COVID-19. I don't know. If we discuss, did we discuss COVID. that on Wednesday? I don't believe so. He'll miss Sunday's game. But um, yeah, we did talk. We did talk about Micah Parsons already. Remember? Ooh, that fucked you up, Mount. What? You had Bengals. Bengals. Damn, I know, man. Mixon's out. Burrow's out. Shit. But anyways, um, you might have gave me the motherfucking uh, regular season champ. Man, listen, that I need that belt. Nah, but you know, I belt. made some crazy picks too. You did, so we might, hell, we might break even. Shit, right, might have to split the belt. Um, also, they split it. So 
January 5th, it says Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers calls award voter a bum following comments that he would not vote for Rodgers. Did you hear about that? No, but what happened? Repeat it. So Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers called NFL award voter hub. Oh, this is the guy's name. Uh, Sorry, hold on. Aaron Rodgers called NFL award voter hub Arkish, probably a foreign dude, a bum. (laughs) On Wednesday, um, a day after the longtime Chicago sports writer said he would not vote for Rodgers as a 2021 AP NFL MVP based on the quarterback's character. That's interesting. And based on his character and, and his off-the-field issues. It's interesting that you would bring that up, right? Because we talked about that, I think, a couple podcasts ago where I said, of course, with us being fans of sports and following them as closely as we do, we have certain certain biases, you know? Like certain players we are softer on in others and certain players we're harsher on in others. I.e. the whole Russell Westbrook turnover situation we just discussed this episode. You feel what I'm saying? But what I'm getting at is when you give people like us power, whether it be you're a podcast host, a journalist, whatever the case may be, when you allow us to vote vote ourselves, of course we're going to vote with our own preconceived notions that we feel about certain players. Your own opinions, yeah. And certain personal things may drive you away from voting for someone because they are analytically correct. But that's what I, and I know you do as well, but that's what I try to separate myself from, which is Mm -hmm. why I said I think that Kia Rookie of the Year standing is so crazy. I said I think Evan Mobley should be down further, and I think Cade... Scotty and them should be higher above all them based off of stats alone. Right. I'm not just going to say because I like the guy that plays for my team, he should be number one. No, based on them stats, he should be looking at number four right now. But you got him at number two. I'm going to call you out on it, though. I'm going to say I don't know if that sounds right to me. And he has been doing this thing, though. He has, and he is one of the biggest impacts on a team. So if you're counting that, I understand. But based off those stats, he should be four, Joe. He should be very low, a lot lower than a lot of those players are. But that's here nor there. What I'm getting at is when somebody says something like that and you have a response from the player that understands you just have an issue with me not my points on paper, of course you're a bum. Yeah, you're a bum. You shouldn't be in that. You shouldn't be in that group. Right. Because you're worried about me personally. We're talking about my play on the field. Why would Aaron Rodgers not get a vote for MVP? Right. Yeah, we're talking about... Who in their right mind could say Aaron Rodgers does not this year deserve a vote for the MVP? Right. That's two separate things. That's, you know. I almost would send somebody to your house. 
Not like on some crazy shit. I'm saying like, <sighs> check this person. This person may be right. medically right. insane. Like something may be wrong with them. If That's just thinking. a hater. That's just a certified hater. You know what I'm saying? You just blatantly talking nonsense, you know. But also on the topic of Aaron Rodgers Oak Cliff, this is interesting. On January the 6th, so two days ago, it says Aaron Rodgers on future in Green Bay. He was quoted saying the grass is greener where you water it. To elaborate, mm, it says it appears it appears Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and general manager Brian Gutenkunt. I ain't gonna try to say this. Uh, Brian G have gotten on the same page and mended fences. Two days ago, this article came out. So my next question to that would be what targets did he present to How did he sell Green it? Bay's not even how did he sell it, right? Because the way I'm looking at it is Green Bay didn't and they're not gonna get much in the draft. They got some players they could trade away to try to get some other players. But what are your targets that Green Bay accepted? What I'm saying is you can expect to see someone new on Green Bay this year. Mm -hmm. Like I said, like y'all said, I'm sure they franchise tag Devontae Adams. So he They stuck. did already. Oh, did they? They did already. So he yeah, we talked about that on Wednesday. So oh oh I thought that was just a possibility on Wednesday. I know that was No, they did. Oh, okay. They did. Remember 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 that was my argument. I said well, they French they franchise. Oh yeah, Devontae if they franchise tag them already, then he's. I stuck. said Rogers is staying. So if Rogers yeah. can then convince them to say pick up fucking you know what's the name his contract is ending this year. Right. Listen, the Titans don't really like Julio Jones like they thought they would. Or a Josh Gordon from Kansas City. You know, City. some like anything like something like that is it leads me to believe they accepted his offer. Right how business mm -hmm. works you present them with the uh the, the proposition right the business proposition they look over it if it looks right they accept right it. <laughs> right he can't hit him with a counter offer probably or something he could have done that but yeah so, so we'll see how that relationship plays out um right. other other than that from the vikings on january 6th their head coach mike zimmer says whatever happens with vikings future i can stand proud Mike Zimmer's future in Minnesota remains unknown as the Vikings head into their season finale against the Bears on Sunday. Um, yeah, Zimmer said he's proud of the job him and his staff have done. I, I agree. I agree. I agree. They had a lot of big wins this season. They so you did. Could, you, um, so you would keep them? For you, sure. you would keep them? I would okay. give them a shot because it's – the Vikings weren't expected to do a lot. They had a decent team, right? But the teams that they beat, they weren't... I didn't think that they would have beat some right. of the games that they won. So that leads me to believe that you're on the right path. You just got to make a few minor adjustments. And adjusting Jefferson on your squad... Man, like that's a that's Justin a, Jefferson is nice. Man, that's um that's a future NFL Hall of Famer receiver. 
Right. Barring injury or some, you know, outstanding issues, God forbid, that's a Hall of Fame receiver. Right. He came into the league as a Hall of Famer. Anytime you can start getting close to breaking Randy Moss's records. Right. Yeah, that's impressive. As a rookie. Right. Like, you got to understand, Randy Moss may not have accomplished everything he should have in his career, but that arguably may be one of the top two receivers in NFL history. He's my favorite. I mean, I know they talk about Jerry Rice. Kind of, to me, Randy's kind of like, in my opinion, that's interesting that we're talking about this. It's kind of like the Randy and Jerry argument to me is kind of like the Kobe and Michael argument to me. Well, you know my favorite wide receiver. I say it all the time. Who? I say it all the time. Uh, Michael fucking Irving. Oh, yeah, you did. Nobody goes across the field and takes a hit and holds on. That's your job. That's why I respect Mm. Michael Irving. He was great. He Mm. was fast. And he was not afraid to get murdered across the middle. Mm. If the ball was coming to him, he didn't give up on the ball to miss a hit. He caught the ball and helped. He got murdered across the middle and would hold on to the ball. Hey, that's how Marvin Harrison was, though, too, in Indy, bro. Peyton used to have him over the that's middle. That's when the game started getting soft, though. Marvin used to get smacked. His little, don't smack pretend Ain't Marvin like, last wasn't good. You, and that, and you, you should. You should probably. I'm gonna send you some. I'm gonna send you some highlights. Irvin. Oh, I'm sure he's not was even on Irvin. I'm just saying, like, but that, like, you know, the game back then, like, the game back then was it was brutal. It's clotheslining motherfuckers, like the Steelers. We're talking about the Steelers and the Raiders. They was clotheslining people. They was spearing. Like they was Poke, poking your eye on purpose. Poking your eyes, spitting your I face. Have coaches that say, put your hands in their face mask, like. Oh yeah, coaches. Yeah, grown. Yeah, we. We was part of that generation where coaches like, still was telling you to play game, dirty. But let's be honest, that's when the game was fun. Right. That's when the game was fun. That's when warriors were prepared to go to war. Now you're trying to prepare them, like to stop them from taking hits, and that's what's causing these injuries. Mm. You have to like you're playing a you're playing a game where you could lose your life, let's be honest. Right. So approach it as such. But if you think that the ref will stop it from happening, that's when you start getting injured. Like, nah, I ain't going to get hit like that because the ref will call it a penalty. It doesn't matter. He's still coming at you. Right. Take the hit. Right. Yeah. Don't dive on the ground and try to curl up. That's how you're getting hurt. Right. Embrace. But we about to run it out. Yeah. I honestly didn't know. Like I said, the YouTube cut in and then it cut or cut out and then it cut back in. We're right. actually right. at. Uh, this we're at 245, 244. We're at 224. Uh, hmm. Oh, I logged on early for the pre show. Yeah, okay, we're that makes sense. I didn't know that. We have been on this long, so we don't need to. Yeah, be... we can wrap up. Um, I know I put in the the 
what's it called? The title, upcoming fights. It's really not a lot. I mean, as far as boxing goes, UFC. Not even getting into it. It uh, boxing. There's a couple standout fights coming up. Uh, February fifth, we got Keith Thurman, Mario Barrios, who uh, just fought Javante Davis. That's interesting because I think that that means Javante Davis, if he doesn't get a good fight at one thirty five. He moves up. Um, then at February 19th, Amir Khan fights Kell Brook, which I think is a is an amazing fight, even though they're both at the end of their careers. Amir Khan's been uh, Terrence Crawford's sparring partner in certain occasions. And I think... Uh, Kell Brook still has something if his eye holds up. Yeah, okay. Somewhat. Eh. I still uh, pick Amir Khan in that fight, but other than that, the uh, rest of the fights are uh, March, April type shit, so ain't no point in talking about them. It's deep. So we can wrap it up. Uh, who's your hit the showers, Mount? Uh, hit the showers for tonight. Um, I'll be an interesting one. Uh, <laughs> mm, 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 I'm still mm, trying mm, to mm. figure out who. I ain't gonna stop. I don't even know. Like, I don't have a, a dead on target. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't either. Let me see. Kind of looking through here if there's anything. Um, I'm gonna say Teddy Bridgewater hit the shower Teddy only because Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is not planning to retire after season-ending concussion. He had two concussions this past season. Um. How old is he? Hey, Siri. How old is Teddy Bridgewater? The only reason... 29. The only reason why I ask... No, I think he should still play. But, man, if you injury-prone and you got two concussions in one season... season, A season-ending concussion is crazy, though. Right, and you had two... I've had a in lot of concussions season. in my life. One season. This one that I'm going through right now is probably the worst I've ever... This is the first I've ever acknowledged. Mm. But it's, it also came with whiplash as well. So right. the right. only reason why I think the concussion bothers me is because, like... You know how, like, your neck goes all the way... It feels like something from the back of my head down. Cliff is pointing down to his neck, from his neck to his spine. Listen, for anybody like from the back of my skull right <laughs> here down. I've, and that's what causes the headaches that make you dizzy. Mm. It's mm. not the, I've had hella concussions. I've had at least 10, Damn. whether it be sparring or football. And I've, I think I have too. I've never felt anything from like 
your neck being snapped back. It feels like a rubber band is being pulled from my brain down mm. to my foot and it right. like it causes a pounding headache whenever you like try to pull away from the tightness. Mm. So I couldn't imagine but a season ending one that made me right. need to hang it up. Hit the showers, bro. You're 29 years old. Season any concussion. You're always injury prone. Because believe hey. that, regardless of how my neck feels right now, I'm still coming back for the flag football next year. Hey. That's facts. I'm there. I respect the dedication. It don't matter. I just want to... Certain things, you know how it is. You just don't want to let it go. Right. And as long as I got a little bit left, I still want to, you know. Now, next year, hey. if I'm hurting, I'm out of there. You're you going to be like Michael Jordan when he played on the Wizards. But I'm still young, baby. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Young almost. Because hey, I'm still locked down. I'm still a lockdown, though. <laughs> hey, I got to see. I haven't been able to identify yet. Look, I haven't been able to identify yet. Well, is yet. you is or is you ain't? On the team, oh, I'm I'm on it. I'm a, I'm about to start training. All Look, right. Well, so we gonna see what's good. Okay. If I remember, you played a little wide receiver in your high school career. Yeah. 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 So you now we'll see. Feet still immaculate. Yeah, exactly. And Route running I still impeccable. Corner and safety. So you be. You can't stop, but you can't see. Even with my right four point nine ass, we going to ah, see four point nine. <laughs> or you said yeah, four hey. foot nine. You know what right. I mean. We going to see if you can the, break me. See this reach. See see this reach. You can't even see because it it's out the camera. It's too high. See this reach. <laughs> this reach is it's too high. You ain't gonna be. You able can't. To your you armor. can't even see it. Your arm won't go up. I'm a I'm a Odell Beckham. You and see, and I know you look. have no hops. <laughs> Your belly's too big right now. Oh, okay. Bet I'm going. I'm going. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm breaking. Break, I'm breaking out the secret ingredient. I'm coming with I'm you. Back. I'm going to the lab. Nope, you can't train. Okay, can't train so with I'm me. gotta look. get it myself. <laughs> yep. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, if you against me, can't train with me. Well, I might be better. Train with me so that I can yeah, you uh, better see what to see. do and still beat yeah, you. Exactly. You better. <laughs> That'd be the only way. Hey, who's your hit the showers? Um, hey. I mean, trying to think. It honestly, really wasn't that uh, Listen, I'm going to be honest. And or is I, it Bruce Arians? Yeah, it, exactly. It's Bruce Arians in, in the it. Bucks. And it's I not because it. I don't think that A.B. or yeah, A.B., it's not that I don't think that Antonio Brown is not volatile in certain situations. I just think that this situation, you pushed him to be volatile. Yeah, they did him dirty. And it's because of his past and his name that you felt that you could do that. Mistreat him. Exactly. And now mm -hmm. it's coming out that, oh, you lied about shit? That you makes that sense. Brain. You just wanted mm -hmm. to get him out of there. Right. Now, my my then question becomes, well, where is Brady? Because you were either complicit in what they wanted to do to get A.B. out of there, 
or you knew AB was having issues and you didn't speak up to the coach. Right. Because if AB lived in the house with you, I guarantee he could confide and be like, bro, my ankle ain't what I thought it's going to be. Right. You knew somebody knew something. And now that mm -hmm. shit's coming out, we know that people knew more than they said they knew. And it just seems funny. And I understand wanting to get a man out if he's volatile. Just don't do it like that. Don't right. do it like that. Yeah, don't. Don't do it like that. He right. deserves more than that. Because he's never going to get to the Hall of Fame. We see how they did Terrell Owens, Chad oh, Johnson, yeah. everybody. Man. He's not going to get to the Hall of Fame. So don't, don't just do him like that. That's wrong. So they hit the showers. Tom Brady, Bruce Arian, all them hit the showers. Whole squad. Hit the showers. I respect it. But yeah, I mean, like, subscribe, share. Who is yours? He's safe. Mine was, uh, damn it, you asked me too fast. Teddy Bridgewater concuss. Teddy Bridgewater concussed yeah, ass. Remember? You gonna give him a hit the Remember we talked about it. We talked uh, about you. Even, you you agree with? Look at your memory. You said, "Yeah, Mount. Yeah, season ending concussion. Though. That's some shit." You said season ending concussion. I might gotta hit a CTE too. Hey, somebody help my man's out. Might be looking for a, a new host to help out with the co-host Magmula. Nah, we just need uh. <laughs> We do need a backup because listen, <laughs> if you do got CTE, if you do got CTE, I'm gonna need some help. <laughs> nah, I'm A1, baby. But no, nah, like, subscribe, share. Appreciate y'all for those who listen and tune in. You know. Oh yeah. We'll be back at it. We'll be back at it Wednesday. Wednesday I'm happy at 7 30. We got a, a Saturday show in though. Oh yeah, you know we had to. I, I wasn't calling up. Bring that back. I'm going to have a better attendance record this year, Mr. Clifford. Yeah, you should before I start calling your parents. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we out that. This bitch. We'll catch y'all yeah. Wednesday for sure. I yeah. ain't got less to the end. Fuck him. He left. Right. Okay. You wrap it up, Cuddy?